0: Albuquerque's Macro-Aggression, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk.
1: 405 Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call here this afternoon we got Dowd Musco. He's at the ready as well. <laughs> barely here. Barely here. Well, right. Eddie, you know,
2: we're talking about expanding our media empire, the Rock of Talk, uh, <laughs> getting into book publishing. The first book I want to write is called Just Me, Just Now, because that's how Americans live this year at this time. <laughs> we think about no one else but ourselves, just me, and we don't think about the past or the future. We only think about the present moment. I was delayed uh, almost 15 minutes because someone decided to park their little... Muscle car, Mustang, just right in front of my truck in the parking lot at the apartment complex. Just leave it there. You know, not like anybody else needs to get in their vehicle and go to work. No, no. Just me, just now. That's America 2020.
1: Well, it uh, might be, but uh, unfortunately, we're held back by so many other people. And if that's the worst of it, it's not such a bad world. <laughs> You're right. Uh, it's not uh, my world, your world. Uh, it's a shared world. And uh, what socialism's all about is shared misery. Indeed. And uh, people need to understand that as we uh, embark upon a brand new year. Uh, literally, there's, what, 12 days left in the year. That's and right. uh, for those of you who have joined the chat website, uh, we really appreciate you. So you get got 12 more free days to go ahead and enjoy all that. And then uh, uh, we'll seal the deal uh, and lots of other cool things that are happening. Um, I couldn't be happier about some of the situations that are happening with the radio station and the things that we've been doing. So a lot of uh, weight left off and all of that. But... Unfortunately for other people are out there, um, that's not what's happening. I will tell you a weight that has been pulled off of all of you, and this is of no doing of Michelle Lujan Grisham. And I want to communicate this loudly, clearly, particularly for the people who are older, um, infirm, could potentially be sick, live alone, Uh, so many of you uh, who uh, fit that category, I'm your best friend. For some of you, I'm your only friend. You guys text me, reach out to me. Uh, you love what we have to say. You love what I have to say. Uh, you Sometimes you hate what I have to say. Uh, all hope is not lost in terms of Donald Trump either. So hold out hope for that. Things look good, and I will tell you about why uh, as well. So here's the good news. But it's also bad news for our local retailers, okay? The good news is all the Walmarts, folks. There's no more lines in front of any Walmart in the state of New Mexico, and also throughout the rest of the country. I repeat, there are no lines in front of any Walmarts any longer. Walmart has worked out a direct deal, and they're not telling anybody about this, of course, because you are going to be a little bit slow in the uptake. Uh, Many of you have put in foodstuffs for the next two to four weeks, but if you go to Walmart now... I will tell you, you won't have to wait in line, and this has been verified now by a couple of different sources. So those capacities that have been lifted actually have actually been lifted across the country. This is of no doing of Michelle Lujan Grisham. This is a direct agreement with Walmart and the CDC. So, you know, you get the special treatment because you're a big store. Our small businesses uh, continue to suffer uh, on every category in every way, uh, not to mention the upcoming calamity uh, of a Joe Biden-run economy, a Joe Biden-run uh, presidency, which I think is not necessarily going to happen, and so I'll continue to remain uh, uh, optimistic, uh, probably all the way till January 20th, but uh, at least you aren't going to be waiting in the bitter cold uh, for anything that you might need, in spite of the fact that you might have to shop over at Walmart. Now, I go to a place called Lowe's, okay, and a lot of you are doing your last-minute shopping. Today's literally the last day that you can order something online uh, from whatever, you know, purveyor of whatever you're looking for in order to guarantee that it uh, is here by uh, Christmas Eve, which of course is uh, six days uh, from now. So a little food for thought for all of you. make sure that you get all your uh, orders in today uh, because after today it's no guarantee that it's it's going to get in. This is no doubt going to be a very tough time for many people. A lot of people you know, don't have the access to resources and the various other things. Uh, that they once had, but that's not without some good things, because we're going to be here all the way throughout the break, being broadcasting uh, practically every single day uh, from now uh, all the way until 2021. Because, like you, you know, y- you hear these people, and not getting on my guys that are on the radio, but like, well, we'll be gone for two weeks to Christmas vacation. Where the hell are you going? Not, I'm not trying to pull my best Michelle Lujan Grisham, but really, honestly, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. everyone's on lockdown. The whole county's on lockdown. You can't leave. It's cold. It's miserable. You can, can't do anything outside. Okay? We've been put through this. Uh, honestly, at this point, I mean, go get what you're going to do. Take it in and uh, bring the, the, the family in close. Gather with them. And I do mean gather. I I'm uh, emphasize, double uh, underline, uh, big, black, bold letters, all caps, Gather. As I recommended to you before, please gather. They want you not to communicate with one another. Your governor is sending out mixed signals. Do as I say, but not as I do. You've seen that with the Energy Transition Act. You've seen them with various other things. But this whole thing is going to turn into a giant wash, and very quickly. I believe today is the last day that uh, Congress is going to meet, if not tomorrow, um, to go ahead and finalize the uh, 11th hour deal that... results in the imminent shutdown of the government every single year. Make no mistake about it. Someone's going to try to be the hero with your money, whether they're going to give you $600, $1,200, or come in to you know, bail out uh, businesses through small loans. And be careful, folks, about taking those small loans. They come with lots and lots of strings. Now, now for the big news. <laughs> Just in case, and I know, Dad, you got my text earlier today, right?
2: <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs>
1: And I told you I'm a bit of a seer. I'm a little cl- slightly clairvoyant. Um, I don't attach myself to almost anything, okay, which allows me, you know, I don't get involved in emotions too much. Uh, it's kind of a rare thing for me. And today this came across, and I looked at my phone. And I'm like, oh, yes, of course it is, you know, because I got my little tracker, and I've got my information that's coming through. And I, I look at this. I had to do a double take because – yeah, sure enough, I'm going to be right on this as well. The chairman of the board of Virgin Galactic Holdings today, you exchanged on the New York Stock Exchange before it becomes the Palm Beach Stock Exchange, Chamath... Uh, I can't even pronounce this. <laughs> yes, can it's can it's you a, do it? It's a tough one. Uh, yeah. Chamath, Palapat-
2: uh, really. Chamath Palihapatiya.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Chamath Polyhapatia just sold 38% of all his holdings and Virgin Galactic, the state of New Mexico has spent upwards of $250 million, okay? They're looking at spending even more money other places. This, on this slow Friday, we hope they didn't notice. We hope nobody really noticed. This is coming from Simply Wall Street. Let me read it to you, because I told you they'd be bankrupt by February, but they might not even last that long at this time. (laughs) You're going earlier now. Yeah, I mean, it could potentially go that way. Virgin Galactic Holdings shareholders may be a little concerned. <laughs> what well, they weren't concerned about the 13-year delay of launching.
2: I only have one share.
1: <laughs> What's the share today? How much did oh, it let drop? me check? Okay. Gotta, uh, I water. bought it at
2: sixteen and a half. So let's hope it's still above that. We were
1: at thirty-two, <laughs> thirty-three last week. We were, we were, we were held, yep. We were aiming for the stratosphere. Yep. yep we yep. were going out. Richard Branson was enjoying his pina coladas or whatever he enjoys <laughs> in the Caribbean. Chamas Palapatia recently sold 98 million dollars worth of stock at a price of 25 dollars a share. It reduced their total holding by 38 percent. thirty eight percent. Do you remember when people were getting rid of stocks and uh, you, uh, all the holdings are sold Some uh, somewhere 10, 15 percent? That's enough for a run. This is nearly triple that. If you don't know much about stocks, like, can you imagine taking half of the capital? Potential capital, and let's not forget, Brand Branson had to rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Virgin Galactic uh, was really kind of keeping Virgin Atlantic afloat. How do you keep Virgin Atlantic afloat? You can't. Those transatlantic beautiful red and white jets flying from Vegas to Frankfurt or Vegas to London or Phoenix to Frankfurt. I mean, these are direct flights on 747s, the big puppies, baby. Branson, no longer a billionaire. Bezos, what, is he at? probably a 200? You know what? He's probably going to increase his net worth just here in this last week (laughs) because they a run by literally $25 billion. He's like, yeah, throw a couple of billion at that. Uh, You know how rich Jeff Bezos is compared to Richard Branson? Miss McKenzie, is that her name now? Miss McKenzie? She went from Mrs. Jeffrey Bezos to Miss McKenzie? Or is it? She's literally donated more money in the last month than mm-hmm. the entire worth of Richard Branson. Nearly $5 billion. Richard Branson's ne- uh, worth? About $4 billion, according to the last check, and that was before 2020 and COVID.
2: If if, if I can use an old Chris Rock joke, <laughs> if, if Jeff Bezos woke up tomorrow with Richard Branson's money, he'd jump out a window. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, the original joke was, if Oprah... No, if Bill Gates woke up tomorrow with Oprah's money. He jumped out a window.
1: <laughs> I will tell you one thing. This is what I know. Okay, and you probably heard this a little bit before. About the same, I think you know Donald Trump was 169th richest person in the world, and then the guy that owns Chick Fil A 168th. By the way, uh, all the Chick Fil A's pretty much just trying to hold off the governor. I don't know what the the governor hates Chick Fil A. <clears throat> Shut down still right here. You haven't mm. seen lines around that place, That's yet. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to shut you down for Christmas, but I digress. Donald Trump will be worth twice as much as he's worth right now should he become a private citizen. He will own Fox News. Bill O'Reilly spoke earlier today. What's the first thing Bill O'Reilly says? He's not going to want to reinvent the wheel. He's going to take existing holdings and agreements, and he's probably just going to buy those, and it's likely going to be Fox News. Because Rupert Murdoch's 90 years old. He didn't let the kids do whatever the hell they want right now. And things aren't exactly lining up because, as you've seen, the Fox News ratings, not the primetime, baby, but whether it's the five or outnumbered or any of those, they've literally tanked anywhere from 40 to 60 percent. I'm literally watching America's Voice 24-7. I'm watching just the news and it's Steve Bannon. Oh, man, That's man. what I'm watching. And whenever I can, I'll, I'll fit in a little bit of, uh, of of what I'm listening to here. Glenn Beck is hitting it out of the park right now. He is, yeah. Uh, I, I got to say, I don't know where he's, he's found his niche again, thank God. Glenn Beck has become the Glenn Beck of old, finally, before... Uh, money was surrounding him, and he started buying old relics and yep. talking about history. And how he's laying off half yep. his
2: staff while showing up at the meeting in a Maybach car. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> not great, Glenn.
1: Yeah. And then you got, and then you got Brian Kilmeade, who looks like I don't know if he wants to be friends with people at Fox anymore. Who's running people off of his show because he's finally woken up and smelled the coffee. Uh, you know, the rest of the guys all the way through, they're like, yeah. You know what? We're not happy. We're not happy with the Republican Party. We're not happy with Fox News. We're going to have to rebuild these brands, and guess who's going to be the one to do it? It's going to be Donald Trump. All right, so that was a long digression. Let me go back to Virgin Galactic and Richard Branson and the imminent bankruptcy that's coming. Shamath Palapatia. What's your share of worth now today? Uh, uh, it's, I'm still up, I'm still up
2: uh, it, it, Because no, of the no, no, accident dude. last weekend It fell from about 28 to 23 So it's about down, down 5 bucks for the week I bought it at 16 and a half folks, I'm still up
1: <laughs> That sell reduced their total holding by 38% Which is hardly insignificant no. Far no. from the worst they've seen The recent sell by Shamath Palapatia Is the biggest insider sale of Virgin Galactic holding shares that we've ever seen in the last year. That means that an insider was selling shares around the current price of twenty five fifty. While we don't usually like to see insider selling, it's more concerning if sales take place at lowering prices. In this case, the big sale took place at around the current price, so it's not too bad. Not positive. In the last twelve months, insiders purchased twelve thousand four hundred shares for U.S. two hundred forty one thousand dollars, but insiders sold three point eight. At a value of ninety-eight million.
0: Hmm. Bit of a digression.
1: (laughs) That's a a separation of five. You've got five hundred million. You got five hundred times more people selling than you do buying Virgin Galactic. But yet, New Mexico. You've got Rebecca Dow. Oh yeah, she's. You've got uh, you know all the Democrats who have been lining up. uh, Bill Richardson, uh, Alicia Keys. uh, No, not the uh, the singer, but the economic development slash uh virgin galactic slash new mexico film slash i mean how many hats can shows can one person wear she's wearing them all and let me tell you virgin galactic will not make it into 2022 it's over this is it the race for space culminated and end with a whimper last friday or saturday uh, saturday. saturday morning yep, yep saturday morning there you go all right uh, quick call and we'll run to a break call here in the kiva go ahead Going once, caller. Going twice. you there. Someone holding on for that long and then deciding not to talk. Here we go. All right. Looking forward to 2021. I'm going to play the bongos in 2021. What do you think? that? I mean, might as well. All right,
2: all right, all right.
1: Is that what he did? I, he, he was, was found you know, he uh, smoking weed naked playing the bongos one night. I think he's matured a little
2: since then. But. I...
1: I I think I just snorted, too. Holy moly. <laughs> In addition to bongoing, I'm also snorting all of a sudden because somehow that was funny. Uh, maybe just anything with Matthew McConaughey uh, is, is kind of funny. Still his best stuff that he's ever done is True Detective oh, by far. far no, he's not even close. Far and away. Uh, but, uh, you know, he went, he sort of uh, went away for three years before he had to remake himself.
2: He did too, you yeah. Know, and he finally Get away from those lost. rom-coms. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> ten, way to, 10 Way to Lose a Woman or whatever yeah. it was. I don't know. 421, back and forth. Thanks for listening.
4: When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? J.J.'s Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And J.J.'s, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear.
5: Hi, I'm J.J., and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated.
4: Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday from 8 to 6 and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected, RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber, and GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994.
6: The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 806060192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy from Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192.
3: All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. looks like it's going to be a fairly decent weekend. I know that it's 45 degrees in Corrales now. Expo New Mexico checks in with 46, and it's 48 at the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, Coors still pretty sore coming down the hill there from Rio Rancho uh, towards Cottonwood Mall. Things are going to be most stubborn between Ellison and 7 Bar Loop. And then uh, right there at the Coors Bypass, Coors Road uh, uh, connection there at Cottonwood, Very slow to Irving. And then further southbound, Coors Boulevard from Lauria to Montaño. Looks like that's nothing but under 10 miles an hour right at the moment. As far as Paseo del Norte, the westbound side. Very slow coming off of Barstow. Pretty much over to Wyoming and then smooth sailing to the I-25 heavenly hydrating mask have you heard of that well they do it at salon deluxe this is really good for this time of years for people when you go outside and then you come inside you got the hot air going and stuff so it really starts doing damage to your hair they have the heavenly hydrating mask at salon deluxe normally sixty dollars $30 $30 until the end of the year. And if your hair is even in, has even more problems, they have a hair transformation mask. Same thing, 50% off. It is $30, just like the Heavenly Hydrating Mask at Salon Deluxe through the end of the year. If you'd like more info, go to salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
1: Hey, Rudy. Yes, sir. Um, just want to do some quick plugs for some of our advertisers uh, out there. Uh, the restaurants, I know Walmart is is back open, but uh, can you talk about, very quickly, all of our advertisers in just one fell swoop? Uh, you know, Joe's Pasta House, uh, I know we have Monroe's, Shanty, uh, uh, what is it, La Shanty? La Shanty.
3: I want to say, say that pastries. right. La Shanty yeah. Fine Pastries. A quick plug we for each of them. Up, in fact, uh- I was just talking with them just a few minutes ago. They're trying to come up with something because they like the concept that you're doing. The whole concept of, okay, 2020 was what it is. What are we going to do next year? We're local businesses. when We want to really make it happen. So, yeah, they're really a great place. Uh, Like you said, Joe's Pasta House. We have... uh, Les Chanties fine pastries, uh, not really a restaurant, but kind of because they do the water Canyon water both at Salon Deluxe and also at uh, Life Springs it's at uh, Salon Helena. So, yeah, a lot of local businesses are really excited about it. let's let's do something positive and to local move forward
1: and local whatever you can Montes uh, go there. Uh, great gifts for dad, great gifts for your brother, or the guy who has absolutely everything. Go see. Uh, Matt Monty uh, as well. So let's uh, do all that, and we're going to be plugging these guys all for the next two weeks, and uh, get all these business uh, businesses uh, back in the swing of things, right, Rudy?
3: We have uh, I've, uh, let's, not be- El- exactly, let's not forget exactly. El Taco I yeah. spoke with Claudia today. You know, they're doing okay with the uh, takeout, so people are enjoying the whole local idea. We just need to really build these businesses up. Again, El Taco Tote, crossing the historic Highland Theater, and that man, they just have some great food there and a really great special. So a lot of great local places that we need to support. All
1: right. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate that. Thank you, Rudy. And uh, we'll be doing that all the way uh, through the end of uh, the year. So very excited about uh, that. So appreciate everybody listening here in the Kiva AM 1600 KIVA. Now, that is Don't FM. Don't
7: go anywhere till I get back. Understand me? Nice.
1: There we go. A little, little modern, little run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. 550-5500. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead.
8: What's happening, sir? Is, uh, my name is Francisco. Um,
1: Francisco?
8: I work, for a, I work for a local business 21 years. And okay. In the food service business, and we deliver to uh,
1: restaurants
8: from Socorro to Taos, and in between. And it has devastated our business. This has devastated our business.
1: What's the name of your business, sir? Let's, uh, let's get some help well, out. Well, I too. work
8: for our business. It's not my business. Okay. Um, it's a food distributor, small food distributor, quality foods, and we have a lot of great customers. I mean, I mean we know these people who've known them. We you know their families, the workers. I mean, it's just heartbreaking to see what's happened to um, our, our restaurants, our local people. People don't realize, I mean, yeah, one restaurant closes, but you don't realize how many people service that restaurant and how many people it affects. And yep. one business could close two more businesses, and... And, you know, these people aren't greedy because they want to stay open. They just want to survive, and they have employees that they pay. Yep. And, by the way, a lot of I know a lot of these restaurants, and they paid a lot of their employees at the beginning of this an extra week or two, gave them food. I mean, just were gracious. I mean, just helping out. And to see them get treated like when they have been treated and then possibly with the um, Hourly wage going up. The COVID vaca- i call it the COVID vaca- not the COVID vacation, but the COVID. Uh, you know the payments for that. And uh,
1: what what can we do, good. Francisco? Help help us help us uh, figure out what to do. You, you you've got some ideas, or you're putting it out there. What what can we do? Well, what do you What I'm, do you think the down, best best thing we can do?
8: The best. I mean, right now is is just try to give them a little bit of business. You know, that's the instant. What you could do instantly is just give them a little bit of business, you know. But I, I, I feel for the people out there because a lot of people don't have any money to, to go out and eat. Yeah. We need to be working, man. I mean, that's period. We need to be working. I mean, yep. we, people don't realize what's going to happen here in the next year.
1: Well, if Walmart uh, is fully open, yeah. I mean, if it's good enough for Walmart, uh, enough. Yeah. How, how is it that every single business isn't open right now? And that's truth, folks. It's, it's, uh, go, it's please go try to verify, uh, uh, prove me wrong. Go to Walmart. Go check right now. Wherever you're at, find the ne- nearest Walmart. They have different occupancies. I think it's a thousand for the big box, five hundred for the next ones. But there's no lines outside the WalMarts. They're just letting people in right now no, because no, they. I
8: was in one of them, and and it was packed.
1: Yeah, it's fully packed now. There's no more lines. <laughs> Smiths doesn't have that. They still have their lines. I know that uh, Albertsons. I want to say. Um, you know, still has their lines. A number of other businesses aren't allowed to be open, folks. If you have a business, uh, if Walmart's open, you don't need to work out anything special. Uh, it's it's it cart, it's carte blanche, and we'll be talking a little bit more about this uh, uh, tonight uh, after we, you know, so round yeah. things and up on Monday.
8: Businesses, new Mexico businesses need to stick together with whether it's a painter a plumber, estuary, a, a tow service. Hello, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, we're we're not listening, that, but, Francisco. No, um, no, you're
1: good.
8: You know, it's it's about the people now, not politics. Get rid of politics. Spend money if you can. Help each other out. Yep. Get, you know. Um, and I, I've called some local reps and everything. And I tell them, who's standing up for the small business? Who? We need you. Yep. We need you. And whether it be, and you know, it doesn't have to be in public. It, it could be behind closed
1: doors. I'm getting texts right now, Francisco. No, no lines at Target e- for small business. No lines yeah. at uh, Target either. So how is it that there's mm-hmm. no lines there, no lines at Walmart, but these small businesses have shut down? Open I'm up, folks. You.
8: Open up. Go ahead. It's horrible that that these restaurant owners it, people don't realize what you, the food industry. You just can't open the door and say, "Hey, come in." No, you prep food. You, they work so hard to get you. A hot plate that's delicious waiters and waitresses service you i mean it's so hard what they do and they've been put in the arena they've spent money tons of money yep on ppe they spent money on plastic and, operators and tents and this and that i mean all they're doing is spending money i don't know how most you know we've lost some customers they're just gone but i can't believe we haven't lost more i mean. Yeah, but it's coming. If we, if we don't get a good opening here in January, and February,
1: it's over. It's
8: over, man. Well, it's let's just—that's what I'm and saying. Let's just, of, uh, Fra- Francisco,
1: yeah. your call is so important. Let's just open up now. Uh, last what, night, let uh, me tell you something. Wait, hold on there's, one second. One let one me, me... Okay, Fran- go ahead, go Francisco, ahead. very quickly. Let me just make my point because I'm getting yeah. multiple texts and the lines are fully lit and people are very upset. Uh, this is from mm. uh, uh, the stores opened up fully last night around 6 p.m. That's in Los Lunas. No lines at Target. No, there's nothing happening at a Walmart. No lines there. Uh, let's see. Yeah. What else we've got? Uh, yes, Eddie, you're right on the Walmart. Thank you. Um, this one. And oops, the New Mexico Bowl is on Thursday. Okay, we got that too. Last uh, last point, point. Uh, i got to get to these other calls very quickly, Francisco.
8: Real quick, these restaurants are afraid to get their licenses pulled, their liquor licenses pulled, and the governor uses that against them? Walmart's Targets and all of them are huge corporate. They give the middle finger to the government. Sue us. What are you going to do? Local businesses don't have that money. Yeah. They don't have that money to for those lawyers and to get their their um, licenses pulled and their liquor licenses yanked. And yep. It's a damn shame. You know, it's a shame.
1: No line at, no line at Costco's uh, now. Thank you, Francisco. Thanks for calling in. Please keep calling back. Give us updates. And Francisco, next time you call, give us a list of businesses to support. No lines at Costco last night and today. Eddie, Home Depot, no lines uh, at uh, Home Depot. Caller, you're in the kiva Go ahead. Caller, you there? Hello. Yes, go ahead, sir.
8: Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if you, uh, if you or your researchers know anything about how uh, all these uh, um, contested elections might affect the. Uh, Somebody like John James that probably lost his run in, in Michigan because he, you know, all the boats being stolen.
1: So there's a factor of uh, anywhere from 1.25 to 1.5. We're doing more research uh, on this uh, right now, but I think uh, in Wisconsin, Michigan, and certainly in Georgia. Because the Republican majorities in each one of those, you're going to have those as fully contested elections and running it back to the legislature. So without getting into the forensics of the Dominion machines, which I don't have, but your secretary of state, Maggie Toulouse Oliver, is running all the secretary of states. And we made the second largest investment in Dominion. And the information that we're receiving back is that there's a multiplier in those votes. But we still haven't got down to the bottom uh, of it. I would say I would say John James likely won, just like Trump won. Uh, you know, I don't.
8: Yeah. Will he, will he get the? Will he win the election if it comes out that way in the recount? Or what? Well,
1: obviously, yeah. But I'm not going to tell you that that's the case. That'd be irresponsible of me because oh, yeah, this so has to, to go through. To, yeah, I'm gets, not going yeah, to give I you the happy good benefits, news. Yeah. yeah, but please don't make me try to say the happy good news. I can just tell you what I know and what what as far as yeah. I, I think it's going to go right now. So I don't want to give anybody oh, yeah, false but, hope.
8: Yeah, but if Trump benefits, he benefits.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that variable was changed on on just the presidential vote. That's one of the questions that has okay. uh, come up. So yeah,
8: that's what I've been wondering about. If it'll affect the senatorial elections,
1: I think most. He didn't of,
8: lose by much.
1: John James or razor Trump? razor thin. Yeah, John James. John was,
8: James. He he was he was way ahead till they shut down the polls up in Michigan.
1: Uh, that's like everybody else at 3 in the at morning. 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go, 3 a.m. eternal. What happened there at 3 a.m.? <laughs> All right, uh, good call. Call it, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, a couple things real quick. Uh, In my discussions with some counties up in the northern part of the state and some of the cities in the northern part of the state, I asked real pointedly if we could just get the data as to where the numbers are spiking and where the hotspots are, because if the hotspots are at the barbershops, then shut them down. If the the hotspots are at the bar, shut them down. If the hotspots are at City Hall, shut it down. And I was told specifically... We don't have data as to where these are coming from, what the hotspots are. So this stuff about this is science, we're going to follow the science, they don't have the data. So at this point, it's safer to get the virus than it is to get the vaccine. So your point is
1: right, but your information and your recommendations are, like, all wrong. I'm glad you're not governor, and I'm not taking issue with you, but just think about what you just said, okay? If the hotspots are there, shut it down. If the hotspots are there, shut it down. Now, what you are saying in that ball, okay, I completely and wholeheartedly disagree with because what that involves is something called contract tra- contact tracing, which I know you're probably not on board with. But you're so angry, and you're like, well, we just need to try and contain it, and you're probably an, uh, an alpha male, obviously. <laughs> so this is what you you would take things in your own hands and doing. Am I right?
5: Well, no, I was trying to bait them into getting, giving me the data.
1: There's no in- data. There's no data. Exactly. There's exactly. no cooperation. You can't shut down businesses when you don't have data. You can't shut down schools when you have no data. You, you just can't make it up as you go along. All along this whole entire thing, we've been led to believe things, but we've never actually delved into the data. We have more data here at our radio station <laughs> that we've been sharing than anything Michelle Lujan mm-hmm. Grisham has been, been able to trust the public. We pay her paycheck. We pay for her mansion. She's got a $20,000 utility bill every month at her mansion and, and her estate while she's there. Not. To mention all the hired help uh they they've continued to be employed she's continued to receive a, a paycheck their businesses haven't shut down uh cities uh employees have increased state of new mexico employees have increased but businesses privately have been suffering particularly small businesses and here we are a pot calling the kettle black in the midst of all this and all the big box stores decide to open up yet once again they benefit they they can afford the big lawyers but these small businesses They've shut down because, I don't know, they're afraid of, as you just heard, Francisco, yanking his liquor license, yanking all this kind of stuff. So on the face of it, you're absolutely right, right, with the... The, the recommendations, if we actually had information, but not even the governor has uh, information and this is why she never inspired people to comply with what she was recommending because she never partook in any of it. She never suffered, she never was outstanding in lines, she was never uh you know foregoing any sort of payment on anything she continued to travel, she got her jewelry. you know how many, you know what leadership is doing what other people doing the the the, the things for other that other people that you're telling other people to do, and she never did that. We would have willfully complied to go ahead and get through this COVID if she would have shared data and if she would have taken action, but she never took the leadership role to do it. So this is why we shouldn't do it. We should go out and open up our businesses today.
5: I agree, and it'll be a lot easier for them to shut it down the next time something like this happens because it's always always hard to do it the first time, but they've done it, and they got away with it. Same way with the voting snafus and all this fraud. It's hard to do it the first time, but next time it'll be easier, and each time it gets easier.
1: Do you own a business? You sound like you own a business.
5: I have owned businesses in the past. I don't currently own one now, but I have owned them in the past. I anticipate owning them in the future um so will I'm, you I'm open up,
1: ha- Will you open them up here in New Mexico or will you go other places? Are you keeping your family here what do you what do you think Are you gonna stay and fight? <sighs>
5: I, I, I've moved away many times and I come back because there's you know something about New Mexico that no other place has. It's a special place, no doubt about it. But it's not a business business friendly environment, and I'm concerned for my kids and my grandkids and for everybody else's kids and grandkids. That's my concern.
1: You don't sound old enough to have grandkids. Um, and uh, no,
5: I'm not old enough to have grandkids. But I'm just saying, my concern is for my kids and then future grandkids and for other people's kids and grandkids.
1: Yeah. That's I mean hilarious. why would we want
5: to ruin this wonderful spot? If we could bring industry here and turn the economics around, this place is a is a gold mine. It's a wonderful place. We need to crack o- the crack economics.
1: Open, we need to crack open that permanent fund and I'm going to keep advocating for that and I'm going to get the next gubernatorial candidate to do that as well. What's your first name, <laughs> sir?
5: I'm uh, not going to say my first name on the air but I okay, will say fine. but hey I'll give you this in yeah. terms of for in terms of the next person running for governor yeah. maybe maybe this would work if New Mexico took an Alaska approach and said look rather than shutting down oil and gas we're going to say when the state makes a profit we're going to take every resident of the of the state and we're going to give them a little chunk I think that would keep all the poor people here who want a little money in their pocket with that would get the votes we need to keep the oil and gas open permanently
1: yeah, so I'm totally against, uh, you know. I think, what, what, what would you say? You, you said, so keep, keep them with a little bit of money in, our, in the pocket. I think well, we need I to go,
5: get the votes.
1: No, we need to go ahead and provide them with opportunity. One of the things that we happen, uh, it's just like Obama. What happened during Obama's time? He increased the number of people who are on welfare by like eight and a half million. I think we went to oh. uh, Dowd from yeah. like uh, 41, stamps, Medicaid, like 50, you know, depending on the program, r- rapid expansion. Yeah. And that's what we do here. They know that that formula works. I think we need to just cut off any sort of uh, direct connection uh, w- with the government in terms of the aid and assistance. We've become too federally dependent uh, as well because not, in, not only are our poor people here don't have any opportunity. We keep them, you know, waiting for the check at the at the beginning of the month. But the state is very much like that. Every time they talk about economic development, they talk about federal welfare coming in in terms of the projects. We need to be able to create our own opportunities like Arizona, Las Vegas, Utah, and the rest of these uh, highly you know, profitable states have done.
5: I just think oil and gas is a big part of that, and I want to keep it open at all costs.
1: Sure, I, I agree There's with no you
2: argument on that. There. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I would just say in terms of the, of the businesses, uh, we, we didn't get to this story yesterday, Reason Magazine has run an interesting article about multiple locations that are starting to get organized in order to defy ridiculous public health orders. And I know it's very easy for me as a non-business owner to say, open up, open up. You know, I mean, you're talking about your liquor license, your business license being shut down. But the businesses after all these months are starting to organize. In Pennsylvania, there's an organization online called Pennsylvania Opening Business Uh, uh, slash defying the governor. It has over 43,000 members online. Uh, Another shutdown just isn't an option for us, according to Seven Sirens Brewing Company of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. The Reopen Minnesota Coalition is a similar organization, represents hundreds of businesses defying closure orders. And this is the key. This is the thing that I think can maybe get some of these businesses to open. They raise money for legal defenses of these people. So when the Goon Squad comes and fines you, you know you have lawyers and you know, have, you, know you have money to help pay for those legal bills to fight this. So uh, out in California, this town, never never heard, never heard of this town in Santa Barbara, Solvang, a uh, tourism-fueled community, the, this town itself voted to ignore shutdown orders from Gavin Newsom. Uh, officials, quote, directed that the city will never uh, will not actively enforce these latest state shutdown orders and that the city requests uh, to the county and state regulators to uh, prioritize education and that, that they also not enforce the orders within the city limits. So uh, we're seeing, you know, I wish this had happened month two or month three, We're in month nine, but, uh, hey, the resistance is building, and let's see how we can get that going here.
1: I think that's pretty easy. Why don't we just, uh, Rudy, why don't you uh, put together a 30-second Rock of Talk commercial? We'll call it the Rock of Talk Coalition, and, uh, you know, it's literally a drop in the bucket. I mean, for the amount of money that people donate and to get legal representation, um, that's not a problem to go ahead and do and, uh, and get that out, so... Uh, we'll talk about that right after the break. Uh, I was going to go straight to Rudy, but uh, we'll take a break. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM 600 KI the 893.7 FM. How can we even war against oil and gas here in this state?
2: Just wait till Deb gets an office. It's
1: just uh, absolutely crazy. Yeah. Oh, and remember, all that oil and gas leases, leases, guess what they're on? Federal lands. Back after a break. The
0: moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough.
1: 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com. dot com that's michael at michael dot com
4: dad i think we're in deep doo-doo is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper
1: actually new mexico culture is
9: rich Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it.
0: Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers.
9: I sure do, just like I love you,
6: Stella.
4: Hey, what about me?
10: Of course you too, Ava.
0: Monroe's
10: Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature tone, Lumi Facial and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout.
4: And this is Deb Sleit from tan Rio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions.
6: You can reach us at 896 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico.
7: Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com
1: i need something sweet chocolate vanilla fudge with fruit nuts cream jelly mouth-watering tingling sensational and i need it right now but not just from anywhere it must be the candy lady in old town and they'll even deliver check out the candy lady at candylady.com elevate.
4: elevate trampoline park ready to elevate your kids with elevate jump packs packed with an elevate t-shirt socks Cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com.
6: International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service.
1: Call
2: International Protective Service today at 505-897-2420 or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Ah.
1: Uh.
3: from the historic Highland Theater. While they have a really great enjoy takeout menu right now, you can drive up and pick it up, but listen to this. This is a family of five meal deal. This is great. You get a half pound of meat, and we're talking top sirloin, grilled chicken, pork adobada, beef steak, barbacoa, and then you pick the tortillas, corner flour, and rice, beans, cheese, chips, salsa, you get it all. If you'd like to see this special and take advantage of it at El Taco Tote, all you have to do is go to Family.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock of Talk.
1: 452 here in the Kiva. Couldn't hear Rudy all the way. I'm not sure if you guys heard him out there. I could and I couldn't. He was kind of dipping in and out. But uh, Rudy, reconnect uh, if you could. I'll uh, get to all your text uh here uh very quickly a lot of you guys uh, texting in and hopefully you guys are taking your time wherever you go no lines at any of the well-known stores grocery or otherwise last couple of days no lines yay all right now somebody else texted in and they said heard on krqe news wednesday evening that 75 person limit was lifted for big box stores now let me tell you something that is not what's happening this is something completely and totally separate it has nothing to do with that 75 person limit okay Because it'd be impossible to count all of that stuff. These are, essentially what's happened is these are agreements created by these big box stores that I don't know how they get past all the local governors, but they've got to go ahead and and make bank and keep things going and say, well, I dare you to challenge us in court. We're going to go ahead and stay open. Uh, There's vaccines that are out. That People are masked up. We're doing social distancing. And Walmart, Target, and some of these other places have already taken it upon themselves. So how are you going to shut down these small businesses going forward? I think it's a very, very good question, and I think we need to continue to patronize them wherever we possibly can. Um, spray on DNA? That's weird. <laughs> and nothing surprises me anymore. How so many
2: directions we could go in on that?
1: <laughs> Leaders lead from the front, not from the basement. MLG Absolutely. is a Biden flunky. Wow, that's the so best. Uh, here's from, uh, one from the Española crowd out there. The hotspots are Juarez people arriving in choppers. Choppers, the Huey's. Uh, and he yeah, would open all oil and gas and coal, clean, cold, fire, coal pli- fired, coal plant. fired, fired plants. Wow. So put these four words together. Clean coal fired plants. That's tough, right?
2: Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, <laughs> toy boat <laughs>
1: <laughs> are ramping up throughout the rest of the world. Coal would enrich every New Mexican plus the native Americans. Now would rescind her clean energy scam the second day. Yes, we need that. When the next governor, or whoever that happens to be, uh, need to shrink the size of the state employees, always readily made Democrat voters who work for the state. Yeah, I mean, every single person I know that works for the state, I mean, 99.9% of them are Democrats. Yep. You, they don't even look at politics. Part where's of the job. Ch- Part of the
2: job. Ch- <laughs> That's right. We take care of them. They take care of us.
1: Hi, Eddie. Of course, Wuhan Grisham doesn't get it. She is supposed to lead by example. I'm tired of hearing people say they're afraid the governor will get mad at them. Hello, people. Come on. Uh, that's really funny, right? I mean, you know, you, you how much does your business mean to you? Are you going to let the tyrant? If
2: you're going under tyrant. anyway, band together and, you know, this is fight. It.
1: Yeah, and what are they going to do? They can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. And like, they shut you down. I mean, you have an excuse. Right, I had to shut down. Can't do anything there. I'm tired of hearing people say they're afraid of the governor. She works for us, Eddie. Not the other way around. I think somebody needs to enlighten, woke her. Glad to have you exposing the swamp here in New Mexico, Eddie thinks. Yep, no problem. The swamp is the swamp is all over. Shut down insurance. Can you imagine that if that was ever offered? That'd be like, they'd, they'd probably take half, because of something like this happening, they'd probably, it'd be like thousands of dollars a month. You wouldn't I, be able to afford I, it.
2: I only look at, uh, selfishly, I look at New Mexico swamp as job
1: security, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> as long as it's this bad, I've got plenty of work. <laughs> we still got to bring in advertisers though that's that's, true. that's the other thing the science tells us that 95% of the people who died were 80 years and older and yes. had three comorbidities yes, or and i i hope, I hope we get true? i
2: hope we get to that today because I, I put it in our our show notes this was the stupidest thing i put up on facebook today a retirement home for nuns uh they had i think eight deaths and the one of the officials there said oh it's 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 just so terrible that 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 uh yeah okay Most of the nuns who died were in their late 80s and 90s. I went back and I looked at the social security tables for your projected lifespan if you were born in 1940, making you 80 this year. Your projected lifespan on average for females was 76.3. So if you lived into your 80s or 90s, you won the lottery, folks, okay? And it's not a tragedy when people in their 80s or 90s die if they were projected to die at 76. It's actually they had a longer lifespan than average.
1: Yeah, I think I have. I think I've lived more years than I'm going to live going forward. Yeah, really, that's. I think that's the same for you. Well,
2: I think you know the concept of the real age. You know how how are they hard years or are they easy years? But I mean, for these nuns to say that listen, it's, it's terrible. Nobody wanted to lose to anyone, but the idea that this is a unique tragedy because women in their 80s and 90s who beat the beat the clock literally, which which was wound back for them into their 70s, this is some sort of calamity. Uh, no, it's just math, ladies and gentlemen, just math.
1: I've definitely lived more years than I'm going to live going forward. No doubt about it. <laughs> uh, right before the election, Eddie, the American Medical Association comes back and says, by the way, hydroxychloroquine drug that we should all be using all of a sudden. No. Yes, it really does work in the oh. early stages of COVID-19. Unfortunately, we're now in a time when science is political and we can't trust them until they earn respect. We got to get rid of all these politicians. The politicians have figured a way to screw up absolutely everything. Eddie, Trump will win, and I'm putting your number in my phone so I can text you easily. Yes. There you go. That's a good remedy, okay? And I do read everything, but trust me, folks, I I read everything. How can the governor even sleep at night, knowing the pain and suffering she's caused? She probably fears being in public now. A total fear. Uh, I believe there was a lot of comments about her looking disheveled and uh, out of sorts in her last conference. Do you know anything about it? I didn't watch. I
2: didn't watch it. It It's the first one I haven't watched since March. I just needed a break. (laughs) (laughs) I needed a break for a while.
1: Do you think her family's rallying around her? I mean, it's got to be an incredible... Oh, I'm sure they're cool. in the cult of MLG. They, they, to they, actually... That
2: mean Joe Biden who didn't give you a cabinet position. We know you deserve it, Shelly.
1: To actually <sighs> become, though, like the Grinch, the official Grinch. I mean, just hating, you know, miserable. I'm thinking of Bill Murray and, the, and Scrooge. Oh, yeah, remember? yeah. Very good, Yes. I mean, that's I think that's uh, kind of what we're thinking of right now. But... Um, anyway why don't we jump into that uh next hour lots more to get to here on this uh december the 18th one of the things i didn't want to memorialize but i put in it was on this day one year ago that our president was impeached in the house which in my opinion was absolutely unforgivable and we did talk about the house vote deborah holland was one of the first to vote uh for donald trump's impeachment ben ray lujan followed suit shortly thereafter and everybody jumped on board, including Heinrich and Udall. And the very last person to jump on board uh, was, of course, Soshetil Torres Small. Um, but nonetheless, uh, they did impeach our president a year ago here on this day. And I remember as I was driving uh, through the canyons of, of Arizona, just trying to listen, I was listening to Mike Broomhead uh, on the station uh, back in, in uh, out of Phoenix. And as I was listening to Mike Broomhead and... Just a thud that came down as the boat came down. It's like, yeah, they will do absolutely everything yep. they possibly can this is to destroy Donald Trump. K-U. Hit the top of the air, cl 93.7 FM and AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
10: More help is on the way. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News. The United States stands on the verge of releasing a second vaccine as the coronavirus outbreak passes through its most lethal phase yet. The FDA is evaluating a shot developed by Moderna, and a decision could clear the way for its use as early as Monday. Meanwhile, calls for Democratic California Congressman Eric Swalwell to resign, continue after officials discovered his ties to a suspected Chinese spy.
8: Twice the House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy asked the FBI for a briefing on the interactions between Eric Swalwell and the accused Chinese spy Fang Fang also known as Christine Fang and twice those briefings were scrapped by the Bureau. That changed today as McCarthy and the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi were finally able to lock down a bit of time to go over the Bureau's findings regarding Ms. Fang and Swalwell who is also in the House Intel Committee and was actually the congressional lead overseeing the CIA right as he got to Capitol Hill and this is despite scant experience at the time. Swalwell for his part has said listen I did Everything that I was supposed to do, he said I was thanked by the FBI after their briefing.
10: Fox's Kevin Cork reporting, and tensions rising as the twin Senate runoff races in Georgia will determine which party controls the upper chamber and shapes U.S. policy for years to come.
11: Cobb County recently has become a battleground suburb just outside of Atlanta. Prominent Republicans have been traveling in and out of the Peach State. Kelly Leffler and fellow Georgia Senator David Perdue campaigned with Vice President Mike Pence. They're trying to make the case for building a Republican firewall against Democrats taking control of the U.S. Senate. According to an updated voter registration list obtained by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, 76,000 new voters have registered between the deadlines for the November general election and the January runoffs. According to the AJC, they're overwhelmingly young, with 56% of them under 35 years old. Some are new Georgia residents, others just turned 18. None has a voting record in the state.
10: Fox's Jonathan Sari. America is listening to Fox News.
1: Progressive Motorcycle presents... Road wisdom from the motor. Half man, half
9: motorcycle. motorcycle, motorcycle. You never really stop riding in your mind. Never, 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 never. Unless... you think thinking of something else. Like other thoughts. Progressive Motorcycle also presents...
6: Roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle. For those who were born to ride...
9: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Dell Technologies' end-of-year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech for your business. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business. And don't forget to shop servers, storage, and thousands of top brand electronics, all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech for your business needs at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877 ask
3: All right, as we start the second hour, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Pretty nice-looking weekend coming our way. I know right now in uh, Santa Fe, 36 degrees. We're 10 better than that in Martinez Town at 47 and 48 at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, looks like we're going to be a little bit slow. Paseo Paseo del Norte, westbound, still struggling. uh, Pretty much coming off the I-25, loosening up a little bit as you get closer to second. Also, we're going to find Unster northbound. Under 20 miles an hour, west side to Cabazon, southbound from Silent Spring to southern. And in the northeast tights, Academy southbound, under 10 miles an hour between Harper and Academy. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop. San Mateo, just north of Comanche, biggest um, humidor in the southwest, which makes for the temperature control that really is going to make every cigar really good. uh, 2,000 cigars to select from blends and prices. You've got pretty much everything from top to bottom. Plus they have tobacco, and the classy pipes make for great Christmas gifts, and you want to go to Monty Cigar Shop for Dad, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Alright, with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock and Talk.
1: Albuquerque's Macbill Aggression. Eddie Aragon, 50, 50, 50, 50. the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, web the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, that's 550-5500, we've got uh, d Dodd Musker, we're going to drill through some stats and some good questions that you guys have, it's wide open, we've got, uh, of course, lots of topics, but two questions that have just come up from uh, our listeners, uh, which I think a lot of people are thinking about right now, um, and this is just, in my opinion, this is just noise, right? That's really all this is that's, that's happening right now because the mainstream media is going to infiltrate your brain. And we're actually looking for things where we can win and how we can get over the top and uh, what, on, on pivot points uh, where we know they're wrong and we're right. But I think we should address this stuff none, nonetheless so we can just kind of put it to bed. Regardless of whether or not the president can pardon himself, which he can, he can, but why would he? The optics are bad. It's like, uh, get out of jail free card. Well, I called somebody. I'm okay. Well, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, you don't want to admit that you're guilty by insinuating that there's something could that could you could potentially be guilty for. Um, that's the perception. And it's going to be very easy if Donald Trump should pardon himself or any of his children for any reason, that that would be a real reason to go in and look at it. It'd almost be admitting to a crime. And... Donald Trump can afford lawyers. Uh, Donald Trump can't afford lots of things. He's going to be probably twice, if not three times, the wealth that he had before, uh, just because all of us love him. Uh, We love his brand. We love what he's done for this country. And he has paid the price. Personally, he's paid the price business-wise. He's paid the price in every regard. So I don't think it helps him uh, for him to admit anything. And he's been pretty good at standing on his own two feet. So I believe the answer to the question is legally can he pardon himself? I believe the answer is yes, uh, from what I've heard. I heard one dissenting opinion on that that he can't do so, um, but that didn't seem to hold any water. And I've been listening to some people address this, but it just seems to be for the for, for the most part noise. If you had the ability to pardon yourself as president, Dow, do you do it?
2: Uh, you know, I think it would, all, it would depend on the the type of opposition. If I were Donald Trump, looking at a deranged political, cultural establishment in this country who has identified him as pure Satan, I'd probably want to protect myself. <laughs> if I were Barack Obama, I'd know I would be, be taken care of. So, you know, it, it depends on the president, I suppose.
1: Does Donald Trump do better out of the presidency or does he deal with more legal problems? Will Joe Biden's administration decide instead of fixing this country, decide to turn this into some sort of anim- animosity, oh or leverage some of that animosity and penalize as they said, or yeah. the Michigan representative said, uh, we need to find these Trump supporters. Y- y- yep, uh, yeah,
2: yep. It's not enough to defeat the evil one. You have to draw and quarter him and bury the parts of his body at the four corners of the globe. Yeah. Well, I do believe uh, I, it.
1: I do believe in that. Uh, I, I do, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you, I do believe in that, and Republicans generally haven't. Yeah,
2: oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah.
1: I, I think that that's why Democrats have been the way they've done, and what Republicans that need to do, but I mean...
2: It's not just beating your enemy, it's punishing your enemy. Yeah, mm.
1: I think if he doesn't pardon himself, he gives himself a better fighting chance. Okay. And for more people to run to his aid, because if he pardons himself, then everybody's like, well, what do we have to defend him for? He's already pardoned himself. You know, there's just a lot of, uh, lot of different ways to play it. Matt has a question, which I think is a uh, good one, and this has to do with is there any way, uh, COVID-19, then we're going to get into the stats. Is there any way you can figure out how many people have died that were on hospice?
2: Yes, and I have that number. Uh, the problem is it's a CDC number, and we all know how reliable the CDC is. Uh, as, of, uh, there, as of, this is right straight from their website, weekly updates by select demographic and geographic characteristics of COVID deaths. So we're looking at uh, place of death. Um, uh, this is updated through December 16th. Now, they're reporting a total of 276,000 61 uh, COVID-19 deaths in America. We know that number. We don't know precisely how it's wrong, but we know that number is wrong. We know that number is inflated. But if you accept their numbers, uh, of those 276,000 Americans, 176,000 have died in healthcare settings, inpatient. Only 8,103 are listed as having died in a hospice facility. So that's what our friends, doctor, and Dr. Fauci and his friends want us to believe. So that's the official number, folks. Time will tell if those numbers uh, will bear out under scrutiny in the years to come.
1: Uh, my guess is that they will not, um, but we would know the difference because we won't be provided with the information right. because we'll be living under a totalitarian government if things con- t- continue at this rate. Governor says the general public could start getting COVID nineteen in early spring. The COVID nineteen vaccines in early spring. That should uh, is to say, it literally says the headline. By the way, they might want to double check. Did you know, did you pick up on that? Governor says general public could start getting COVID nineteen in early spring. Oh, the COVID, not the vaccine. Did you the see COVID nineteen like, like,
2: <laughs> could start it? getting COVID nineteen in early spring. Yeah. You didn't catch that? No, I, didn't. I was waiting for you. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because you like it, yeah yeah. Well, we'll look forward to early spring when we all test positive. Yeah. And then they
1: changed it <laughs> later on, which finally said vaccine. So um, anyway. Uh, still
2: still not taking it. I don't know about you out there in listener land. I'm not taking it unless oh, wait, they force let's, me.
1: Let's slow down for a second here. I seem to remember that New Mexico was picked as one of the pilot program for the rollout. States. Yes. So now I'm wondering this how far have the mighty have fallen? Is Michelle Lujan Grisham as we were one of the first pilot states as she was being considered for health and human services secretary? Now all of a sudden she's no no this is real I, I think you yes should, yes like
2: we were going to be in a, we were in the pole position right and and we now were, we're
1: being kicked out the door <laughs> we were we were going to be at the forefront right it was she all oh. about the forefront every person was tested every person is going to get the vaccine we're going to make sure we take care of everybody we're going to beat this and then we're going to beat it again should it come was she gonna, been
2: that arrogant to think that she yes. was she considered she was going to get the job she was considered she was going to be in a powerful position. And she would get what she wanted from the administration. She, yeah, you're right. I think she could she could be that arrogant. Well, you might
1: yeah. remember I asked yeah. uh, the the question of Larry Behrens just yesterday when I was asking him, um, does she have sour grapes to the point that she decided to upstage?
2: That was a very good question,
1: Deb Holland. Yep, on her release of being nominated for Secretary of the Interior. Nine out of ten of you will answer in the affirmative on that because of what you believe about her nature. This is how evil and terrible you think this governor is. Do you realize that nothing can change that now? Listen, Do you realize a year or two years from now, you will now think of her as this evil little witch?
2: Bloomberg reported, yes. okay, Bloomberg, not, yeah. not the rock of talk. Bloomberg reported that because she declined the Interior Department expecting to get HHS that really broke her relationship with the Biden transition team. I mean her own people don't like her. <laughs> it doesn't make sense though. Like,
1: It doesn't make sense. One, why would someone offer her the the, the Secretary of the Interior? What was the purpose? When did she discuss anything about uh, federal lands? Mm. If anything she would have been offered one of two positions um, in a practical matter given what she talked about in front of the DNC. Remember when she gave her speech she was standing in front of a bunch of solar what? panels, solar panels yeah. right? So she would have been the Secretary of maybe Energy or, I don't know, is there a Natural Resources Secretary? I don't even know, right?
2: Mm, no, that would probably fall under Department of Interior.
1: You know, okay, yeah. so may, maybe maybe there, but I'm not going to Or, of course, the Health and Human Services. Her entire focus was Health and Human Services, the company that she owned. Was that not a health company? It was a healthcare company. When she first took on any position, what was the first position that she took on? Secretary of Aging, right? Yep. Which primarily is a health care related thing. So she goes from the Secretary of Aging, which was expanded in 2004 to a full cabinet secretary position. And then she moved into the Department of, of health, health Secretary. Okay. Um, and then she removed herself from there, resigning. And she went for a lowly county commission seat. Who would do that? That would not be the way if someone was marching up the flagpole of mm-hmm. their ambitious political... Right, what? Like, right? oh, wait, wait. That was definitely a rebuilding year for her. It was. <laughs> There's <laughs> yes. no doubt if you were looking at the resume of Michelle Lujan Grisham, it's like, yeah, she uh, she got... And then she finished, what, third or fourth? I believe uh, in well, the CD1 primary. Yep, yep. I think she may be... Did she lose to Phil Griego, too? Let me look that up. I mean, I think she placed a... a fourth, third or fourth in, in the whole thing. I know she lost to Heinrich, obviously. Um, there were a couple of other also-rans in, in all that. But losing
2: to Martin Heinrich, that colossal zero.
1: And how does she swing from 2008 to 2012 into full governor position? Right? Don't you think that Michelle Lujan Grisham went back to Bill Richardson with her tail between her legs? I mean, not obviously she don't have a tail, but I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she came in third in that primary,
1: and again, who yeah. who beat her?
2: Uh, Martin Heinrich, forty four percent. Rebecca Vihil Giron, 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 twenty five percent. Michelle Luann Grisham, twenty four percent. Robert Pidoc- Pidcock, Pidcock, eighty eight
1: percent. All right, twenty four percent amongst Democrats. Yeah,
2: yeah. Three out of four Democrats didn't want her. Held
1: a statewide position, yeah, right? I mean, it's definitely a rebuilding year for her. So, I mean, now transfer that to you know national stature if you will, and we were going to be at the forefront, I think the same thing happened, and she's been trying to disguise it by, well, she can never admit failure, won't ever admit failure in anything, right? Classic, classic tyrannical characteristic, of course. And we were supposed to get the vaccines, we were supposed to be the one of the main, four main test sites, whatever, and then now we're pulled away, and we're not going to get the COVID-19 vaccines until early spring. We're not that large you wanted to hand out three, four, five hundred thousand dosages, that covers a quarter of our population. The Thursday panel showed the vaccine is about 85% effective for people 65 years of age and older in the state of New Mexico. Go look at the COVID-19 graph. What percentage of people, what percentage of people have actually died that are under the age of 70? (laughs) I'd probably say maybe 15%. Of the total numbers that, that have that have died, maybe 15 percent, maybe 20, one out of five have been under the age of, of 70. What percentage have had a comorbidity? like 85 percent, if not 90 percent, had a comorbidity that, that we knew of, right? There's those that haven't visited the doctor a while, they got COVID, and well, they never get to evaluated, so they just when was the last, how come no one's asking that question? when's the last time that they went to the doctor? You could reasonably extrapolate here, based upon the insolent, very haughty, and arrogant behavior of one Governor Michelle Uhan Grisham, right? She has to be at the top, she's now head of the uh, Democratic Governor's Association, that she is responsible for the deaths of people because of policy changes which have done the state in, and we're not going to get the preferential treatment that we once could have had. Some people will literally die because they don't like Michelle Lujan Grisham. Do you see what I'm saying here? The federal government, the Pfizer vaccine, what's the new one that just came out today, the second one? I missed it at the top of the hour. Moderna? There, the Moderna. There, there you go. We're not going to be getting that. And, of course, we restricted, the state has restricted the prescriptions of hydroxychloroquine.
2: Uh, just to answer your question, a yes. uh, 2.9%... Of the alleged victims' uh, deaths of COVID in our state are people age 34 and under, 2.9%. 69.7 are age 65 and over. Quite a contrast.
1: I guess if she was really concerned about saving lives, doubt. I guess we could also make the argument that she could also extrapolate the number of lives that she saved. Based upon getting a rush of these vaccines here. Right, right, By making these restrictions. How come she, you know, New Mexico doesn't have accountability. We already know the Republican Party here in the state doesn't have any uh, sort of accountability. It's a runaway train. You know, it's a, it's a club, big, big club, folks, little club, actually. And you ain't in it. And then the flip side of that is if she actually cared about these, you know, quote unquote people who were impacted by COVID-19, she would be accounting for the numbers of lives that she has been able to save. But she she clearly is not doing that because she isn't saving any lives. Because the policy baseline, policy suggestions that she is making, which become edicts, as you have seen, don't stay consistent. Businesses don't know whether to stay open or shut at what percentage and from what distance and what they can do. Other businesses are allowed to go ahead and create large gatherings Other people openly define her just because people like to do that to people who tell them what to do. The worst kids, as many of you well know, come from parents who are highly dictatorial. Stay in your room. Don't go out. Well, where do you think she's going out at 2 in the morning? (laughs) And how many times and for what reason? She has been able to maintain, as she... Stated in her wonderful. Let me read this once again. Oh God, please don't! Oh uh, no, 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 no! <laughs> I I need to read this once again. Um, this is her letter. Just this week. Now that she knows that she's run, for, and she stated she's running for governor. Did she not? Yeah. She stated kind in, of early. I mean, it's still a long way to uh, November she's all about early. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> all about early. <laughs> she, she, she plays it safe, doesn't she? This is what she wrote. Uh, uh, this this came out. Three, three days ago, after she announced that she is going to run for governor in 2022. What's helping me get through these tough times? Now she's one of you. She lost last week. She didn't get the. Oh, gee, golly whiz, dad. Oh, Wally. <laughs> I didn't get the job. I'm one of you.
2: A beaver, sometimes you don't win the game.
1: <laughs> I'm one of you guys. I'm just... I'm suffering through this and these really tough times and that story about me going to Hawaii that was made up well it was actually I don't even know why anyone's who said it's photoshopping journalism huh? that, was, that was a little touchy wasn't it? I'm not it? I'm not happy about that <laughs> no yeah, Daddy's not happy about that at all. I don't. I don't like any sort of photoshopping for any reason. Well, it hurts your credibility it, down the well, line. Well, well, the other thing too is there was a guy who was drawing all these cartoons of me for a long period of time. Oh, I remember those. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. Well, now you're in that class. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're going to start uh, photoshopping politicians and coming up with <laughs> memes and things like that. You know. I did have a lot of fun though. Once I got that one video, which I thought was the best, I couldn't help but hurt uh, when they put. What is it when they switch their faces? Um, put him in movies, and that Scarface movie.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, deepfakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was,
1: oh my gosh, that was the yeah, funniest yeah, yeah. thing. But that's very. Different. But it wasn't.
2: It wasn't portrayed as
1: reality. We all knew it was a <laughs> joke. We all know who Tony Montana. <laughs> exactly. But there was a lot of there were a lot of people. Even uh, caller today, it's like, have you found out if she went to Hawaii yet? That I'm was, like, yeah. why do you care? At this point, the woman has done whatever she wanted to do. But
2: she's now one of you. Yeah, of all the things, reasons to hate MLG, uh, the non-existent trip to why is not one of them. How about wrecking the economy? Let's focus on
1: that. How about just wrecking life in, in general? Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, governor. Why is her Zia symbol tilted?
2: Oh, it's a little that? askew?
1: Yeah, it's like, okay. is it cutesy? Is it doing a curtsy? <laughs> what is it doing? What's your The Z- ship of status. <laughs> What's your Zia symbol doing? Why is it turned like that? Oh, my gosh. That's, like, so cute. Oh, I remember when I posted that one photo of her, she was in her, uh, I think she had leg warmers and the woman that she took the picture with, she was in some Santa Fe shop and she was wearing those, uh, tights, which you don't need to repeat that word a second yet. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) the woman tagged herself in the photo. She went and sought me out and tagged herself in the photo and then reached out to me. Okay. Like she was ready to start and I'm like, okay, it's fine. Friends, something's been getting me through these tough times. is dreaming about what comes next. I bet you come up with all these things that are going to come next. These past few months have tested our resilience. Yeah, this is like Firestarter. Remember that uh, Drew uh, Barrymore? She would know. just think thoughts. That's and then, right. That's oh! right. Yep. 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 Or if you guys saw Hereditary, I don't know if you guys saw that movie when the, she just started envisioning things and making things turn into, you know, chopping birds' heads off, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> The past few months have tested our resilience in a nearly unprecedented way. COVID-19 has forced us home, forced us apart. So it uh, hasn't forced us home, as we've known. She has forced us to go back out into uh, in search for life. That's literally what we're doing. We're looking at who's out there, who's alive anymore, keeping ourselves and our loved ones safe. That's still my most important goal, and I'm doing everything I can to protect New Mexico's families during this pandemic. But still, I haven't forgotten what I came here to do. She was all about ready to forget what she came here to do. Mm. Maybe it was always to destroy this state because she's effectively done it. You know, did i I got to play this uh, video of this guy who wants to run for Congress. Uh, uh, what's this guy, Jackson, the MMA guy? Did you see my oh, post? Not,
2: I saw your, that name. is. Yeah, he he's blocked. the guy who
1: endorsed MLG, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play that. Greg Jackson. Right, it was just, Just listen to this. When I catch a quiet moment... I, <laughs> I just love that. Maybe over my first cup of coffee in the morning... I think about all our moonshot ideas. Who came up with this word "moonshot"? Has oh, anybody it's been use very it? popular with her? Yeah, the education moonshot, uses the economic the moonshot?
2: development moonshot. You know? well, so where yeah. did
1: this go? It, 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 it's hilarious because Galact- Virgin Galactic is about to file yeah, for bankruptcy. Yeah, 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 yeah. poor, poor choice of imagery. <laughs> I think about our, the irony of that word that she uses. All the bold ideas we've made a reality. So much is still on the horizon, and friends, I want to dream big with me. I want you to pour a cup of coffee. That's the most irritating part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to read yeah. that over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want you to pour a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah. Huh. He's just a lunch pail, Joe, just like you, going out to work every morning. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, by the way, interestingly enough, I just got word. It looks like uh, they want Hector Balderas for CD1 and not and not Brian Colon. Interesting. Yeah, my little my little democratic operatives are. are
2: uh, you working. got sources. I mean, I trust. Yeah. Them.
1: <laughs> so here I was, Brian Colon, out there taking taking inventory. That's he, Hector's going to be brutal. Huh? You 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 think?
2: You may not agree with him on anything, but you you, you consider him an intelligent guy, right? I mean, you you fairly intelligent.
1: I think I hung out with him one time before he graduated law school because mm-hmm. my one of my best friends was uh, head of the law review at oh. UNM. I think I hung out with him, and I think he was a funny guy. Okay. And we were at a party. Uh, I don't know. We were hanging out with a bunch of people. Um, And and this was right before he graduated. I think. I don't know. Can't really place him. But, um... So let's talk about Hector for a quick sec. How did he get in his position? Do you know?
2: Uh, He used to be the auditor, and he was... No no,
1: no, no, no. Let's go back.
2: uh, He was a buddy of Bill's. Bill's one of Bill's protégés,
1: right? Uh... I'd go back even further.
2: Oh, no, I, don't, I can't go further than back
1: then. Yeah, he was appointed by bill to fill a seat. Legislature Didn't fill it out, yeah, okay. and then this went into auditor. The story goes that he filed for, in order to help him through this situation, that he supposedly had filed for bankruptcy. So I don't know about that, so you might want to look into to any of that kind of stuff. I don't know that to be true, but that, that was, that was the, the thought, to keep him from that and, and what's happening. Uh, well, you know the rule of New
2: Mexico: anything to keep you out of the dreaded private sector. You yeah, cannot then
1: we, go into the private sector. They expect results there. Okay,
2: anything to keep you in a government job. <laughs> I mean, we haven't.
1: We where's the? You know, I mean, it's pretty easy to call him out on the first congressional. Does Zora Ranch fall in the first congressional district? I think it does. Uh, let me look. at the Yeah, it might might be third. I'm not sure because it's Santa Fe County. So he never looked at that. And that stuff never got admitted. I mean, he's got a. I think I think that would be a worse choice. I think uh, Cologne has a <coughs> Cologne. Has a much better chance,
2: um yeah, I think it falls in the first, yeah,
1: does it really yeah
2: because it encompasses the southern part of santa fe county so forty forty
1: one does it yeah,
2: I think so yeah.
1: no 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 joke, yeah, he's looking, I'm staring at him, okay, I've got him, so that's interesting as it comes through, I think it's definitely going to be a Hispanic male that's going to be running in that seat, I mean, going to be occupying You're that the seat. The party
2: of identity politics. Yeah,
1: that's, uh, I think that, that, that's what they're going to do. They finally had enough. They've I think Michelle Lujan Grisham has sort of run her, you know, had her run, and so now they're going to switch in the Democrat Party. What do you think? Both are Hispanic. you got Cologne, you got Hector Baldera. That's a good point. But when's the last time? Does Hector even hear? We've Is he in Philadelphia with stuff. the
2: education secretary?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, we've got to find out all that kind of stuff and more. I wonder if he'll be bugging. I always check my coffee pot because I'm always worried that Hector's, you know, bugging my coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that's what he did? No joke. Okay. Yeah, with a former Secretary of Taxation and Revenue. Okay. Yeah, he didn't look at this thing. <laughs>
2: he, he bugged a coffee pot. A
1: coffee pot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they could listen in on the conversation, supposedly. Like this stuff is insane. Like New Mexico politics is bad. Look at you. You know, you've seen American Me. You've seen, uh, you know, Breaking Bad when they go and they stab all those. People. It's like that, right? Like somebody uh, told. I don't know who told me this. The knife fight in the phone booth. Ah, that's uh, what CD one is. That's, that's <laughs> good. I like that. Yeah. So, so if it's gonna be that, you know, uh, he's gonna come down here. I mean, the last time I saw him was at the uh, Coldplay concert. You know, and I yelled at him "Remember you? telling you? Yeah." Me. I'm like, uh, "What's up? Come on, just." Want to get, get him on? I, I told Tim Keller, I said, uh, when I was talking to Tim, even offered Tim a, a mayor radio show so we could listen to him, you know, drone on about what he likes the limelight. Or maybe he could just play a heavy metal guitar. Yeah, I don't know. These guys are all characters. I'm sure they're good to hang out with, though. Right? Look at Dowd. This is, this, Dowd is every New Mexican. Doubt is every new... Me- I look at I, it, Doubt... I'm, I'm trying
2: to figure out Zorro, which congressional district the damn Zorro Ranch is. No, no, listen. So <laughs> as <laughs> I'm throwing out I'm all
1: this stuff. I'm throwing out all this stuff to Doubt. I'm like, well, Hector's now thinking of CD1 instead of, instead of uh, Brian Colon. That's who they're going to want. you know? Because Hector's termed out at the end of 2022 anyway. So why not just send him to Washington because he had to take a back seat to Ben Ray. He had to take a backseat to, yep. yep. to Michelle Lujan Grisham. Oh, of course that makes sense. And he won in a landslide victory... If for the AG, I think he had like oh, sixty-five yeah. percent of the vote, is like statewide, yeah. and I don't even know how he's that wildly popular.
2: Well, as far as I can tell, all Hector does is piggyback on lawsuits filed by other AGs in bigger states, yeah. Like our friend uh, Javier, uh, as, Javier. The, as as the Mr. Biden would call him, Javier Bacarena, I think, he <laughs> <called him> a <laughs> couple last week. Um, so maybe you know, Hector. I don't know. I mean, if he's able to just sort of file lawsuits saying, "Yeah, me too, me too," like little Scrappy Doo running along. I mean, you know, Congress, that's uh, that's a higher profile. Might have to work, actually do a little bit of hey,
1: work. Hey, Bacarena. That's <laughs> right. Poor Joe Biden. Isn't that Joe Biden was playing the Latin music? Anyway, I'm digressing way too much. The point that I was going to make about doubt is doubt is is basically, effectively, every New Mexican. They're afraid to talk about their politicians. You are well within your rights to say whatever you want about any politician and speculate about them because they're yes. public.
2: It's called Times v. Sullivan. It's you guys court need the to the
1: understand 60s. that. Yeah. Like, I wish, like, once you become, once you are in an elected position... Now, you can get sued during a campaign. You know Uh, this. Okay. Yeah, so if you say something that is slanderous, that isn't true, okay? So if there's slander, it doesn't necessarily apply to elected officials. Okay. But it does apply to official uh, people who are not officials but are still private citizens, like Donald Trump, running for um, office. So slander... Is a, a curious thing uh, during election, right? A lot of people will get sued um, for things that are uh, being because of their untrue.
2: Distracted, trying to get an answer to this question. Yes, I do, I do think Zorro Ranch is probably just outside the first congressional oh. Um, oh, and lest undefined. anyone think Mr. Aragon's claim that I'm afraid to criticize <laughs> politicians is accurate, I encourage you to go to www.rockoftalk.chat and look uh, at the recent piece that was posted about Mimi Stewart, your new Senate pro tem up at the roundhouse.
1: <laughs> is there any Latino? I feel like we did. Was there any Latino? And it can't be Cheech and Chong. It's just like for Hanukkah, there's only one song for the holidays. Is there any uh, uh, Latino? Oh, Feliz Navidad. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we got to go that. A little Jose Feliciano. I think, uh, he, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Jose Feliciano, wasn't he from Puerto Rico? I believe so. Yeah. And I believe Colon is like, that means Columbus, right. correct? Uh, uh, yep, yep. So we know that. So th- there it is. I think, oh, um, huh. I was a little bit more concerned that it was going to be Brian Colon. Everyone's speculating about this, but let me tell you, there's probably not even going to be an election because Donald Trump's going to end up being your president anyway in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah. yeah. going to be pulling a hat every- But you know what's good? Is This is an entire giant exercise, and of course, what? In figuring out whatever... Is this a, a chance to say, well, you know, the game's over. You can show your hand now. When you leave the poker table, I've got to ask you, do you guys show the cards to the people you're playing with? Isn't that sort of dangerous for the next time around? You might want to think about that. 531, back and forth. AM 1600, KIAVIA, 93.7.
8: Feliz Feliz Navidad.
0: Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad verdadero marco y feliz
10: It's Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary celebration. Okay, try this. Get up to
4: $2,500 off a kitchen remodel during Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary. Ah! Hmm, better. Davis Kitchen's is New Mexico's first choice in kitchen remodeling.
10: And it is our 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, with up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel. Ah! Well, you know what you like.
4: Davis Kitchen's, Manal and Eubank. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi.
3: And I'm Joe Gazzardi.
4: At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come
6: to Joe's Pasta House for a true
9: Italian dining experience.
1: Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive.
4: Here it is, fall in New Mexico, and the real estate market is different than past years. This year, we have fantastic interest rates, high buyer demand for homes, and we need more homes for sale on the market. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the seven reasons to sell now. If you're thinking of selling sometime, maybe even next spring. Let's start the conversation. With the government pumping money into the economy, homes in forbearance, and higher unemployment, the market has many unknowns, so selling sooner than later might be a good decision. Do you also have a home you need to sell to buy? We have a solution for that, too, including our guaranteed sale option or an instant offer. Call us now, Venturi Realty Group, 448-8888 and welcomehomeabq.com online. List your home for sale with us during October or November and we'll cover the cost of a pre-inspection for the home. Call us at 448-8888, Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty.
3: Time to put things together, starting with the weather. It looks like a dynamite weekend coming our way. At least no rain or anything like that. 41 degrees at Intel right now. Hoffman Town Shopping Center checks in with 42, and it's 43 at the Rock of Talk. Out to the west side, looks like uh, Paseo del Norte westbound, basically from Kimick all the way past Unser up to uh, Universe, That's just going to be under 15 miles an hour the whole way. And if you're north on Unser, it looks like that's kind of a struggle from Rosa Parks Road all the way up to Paseo del Norte. As far as I-40 westbound, we just found a stall there. Big yellow is on scene, and this is going to be westbound I-40 right at Rio Grande Boulevard. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And their client appreciation week has turned into appreciation month. What they have is these really great offers. Uh, again, you can go, you can get uh, half-price haircuts, signature facial certificates. But if you buy a gift certificate, 20% is added to any gift card loaded with at least $100. All right, and don't forget they are the home of Canyon Water on the uh, east side. And also, they have the salt rooms perfect for people with asthma. Life Springs at Salon Helena. on Monologist just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
0: Christmas
1: There you go, a little Nelson Eddy there for you. Oh. That big band uh, feel, the old movie sounds and you get that. It's one of the be- it's uh, sings the best loved carols of Christmas. Just listen to it.
0: Dreaming of a white Christmas. With every Christmas night.
1: Yeah, so you got that uh operatic song there, uh, operatic voice from uh, Nelson Eddy. So uh singing about White Christmas and uh someone told me about Darren White that he could potentially run. <laughs> Please, no. no, yeah, seriously, the guy who donated thirteen thousand dollars to uh Michelle Lujan Grisham, um, loves growing pot, uh <laughs> could perhaps uh, maybe run as a Republican. I doubt I'm not making this stuff up.
2: No, I I've just been um I've been frustrated for twenty minutes. <laughs> Doro Ranch is officially in yes. the third congressional there district. There we go. I had yep. to get an address for it, and they're not—they're not very forthcoming about the address. So yeah. Ben Ray represents Toro Ranch for another few weeks, I guess.
1: But, mm. uh, yeah, Ben Ray yeah. gave his uh, final speech yesterday. He, he did. Yeah, he did. seen <laughs> uh, all his many accomplishments. <laughs> he did what I know he sponsored anybody who would bring. Now he didn't really operate inside the legislature whatsoever. Ben Ray almost did nothing in the right. actual legislative right. body, like
2: actual legislating. He does. He has no interest. Yeah,
1: no. All he did was attach his, his name basically to every single bill he possibly could. Yep, and raise money. It didn't even matter. <laughs> like, oh, you need my name on it? There yep. you go. Yep. Yep. You got the Hispanic blessing. Basically, is what what you got with Ben Ray Lujan. He had no idea what he he couldn't tell you what it was, what it was on. You know, um, Deborah Holland. Did you know, as the freshman representative, she introduced the most amount, 529 bills. Like, it's not even close. Like, this is a woman who couldn't pass the bar, but she somehow managed to introduce 529 different bills? Or put her name on them? <laughs> I mean, like, it blasted out everybody. I was looking at her scores. Yeah, she's like, been busy. This is, this is really something. There's more bills than there are days in the year that, you know, and she had, she only missed eight votes. Now, remember, something about her. It's very, very interesting, like Ben Ray before her, remember Ben Ray was a servant worshipped at the altar altar of Nancy Pelosi, yep, yep, same as one Deborah Holland. Yep. did you know that Deborah Holland's congressional office is right next door? Right. so if you elect a Democrat, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that you're literally gonna uh, hire you're basically going to be hiring? Um nancy Pelosi's personal assistant because that's all Deborah Holland was. Deborah Holland did one thing this entire year, besides do a video with Mark Ruffalo, and that was campaign for Elizabeth Warren right out of the box. she messed up. Remember what did Deborah Holland do when she first started she she it, open mouth insert and she n- <laughs> she's not very good at that and insert foot immediately. Because you remember the kids from the Covington High School in Kentucky. Exactly. And she went right out, and guess what? Yep. Within the first six months of her being a congressional representative, she got herself sued. She got herself sued immediately. We met the attorney who was suing her, and I guarantee there was probably some sort of payment. We need to look into that. Because those Covington uh, High School, what was the name of that kid? Oh, yeah. They made out.
2: They sure did. They should have.
1: And how did uh, how did that whole situation start in the first place? Why was she so interested? And didn't it feel like it was a bit of a setup? And we know a lot about the guy who is literally in the Covington High School kid's face. What is he supposed to do? He's sitting there banging a drum right there in their face. What? How is that the kid's fault? But what did the media do with that? They ran... This didn't seem to hurt Deborah Holland in the least. Why? Because she was literally nesting right underneath the arm of one Nancy Pelosi. Boy, between can you imagine how much liquor those two could potentially consume? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <Locking> away. <laughs> keep the liquor away from those ladies. Right? You saw. Have you ever seen uh, Nancy Pelosi's bar bill? No, they actually printed it out. Once oh, did they a, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find it. I'm sure you'll cull through the... Uh, uh, no, just
2: the, uh, the the suit was against Holland was dismissed by uh, suit filed against her and Elizabeth Warren uh, by the Covington Catholic students was dismissed by a federal judge. But but the Covington kids did win; they got settled, big settlements with media. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: Can Donald Trump be sued personally? Yes, he can by the states once he leaves office. So even if he does have a pardon. He may not be able to be any criminally investigated federally, but certainly state by state they can go after him. Oh, you blue states, you better know that that's, some of you guys are going to try and cut your teeth. In fact, I believe it was the Attorney General looked that up, Dowd, Mm -hmm. The Attorney General of New York State, I believe her whole entire focus, per Cuomo, was to go after Donald Trump. They were looking into his, I think, tax evasion and all sorts of stuff. The Attorney General had no other job other than to get up in the morning and think about ruining Donald Trump's it life. It was
2: more than one suit. They were pursuing him on multiple avenues,
1: yeah. I think. Yeah, a lot of, lot of different things. 550-5500. Um, 500. That's 550-5500. Uh, and he was at the Walmart in Edgewood earlier today, and they did have a line. Okay. Well, but, uh, Edgewood, right? They're probably <laughs> good people out there. I love the people in Edgewood. Mount, uh, Mountaineer, Edgewood. Yeah. Dorion? You know, I shot a pig at a matanza in Torreon. A a wild pig. Uh, that's it's called a matanza. Oh, Hello. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had it. No. I, do you know what that is? You <laughs> no, know what? <laughs> matanza is massacre. Oh goodness. Yeah, it's what we do. I didn't drink the blood. We made chicharron. We skinned it. Cleaned it out. The whole thing. That was the only time I had, I've actually ever shot an animal. By the way. It's this Spanish
2: true. pig slaughtering tradition is rooted <laughs> in sustainability according to NPR.
1: The kid knew or the pig I should say, I said the kid. I, I mean I felt like it was just awful. And I'm like, "Oh, my god, do I really have to do this?" <laughs> like the the pig, I mean this is early in the morning too. So, you know, we get there what like 5, 5:30, it's all of about was i 19 years old. So, we we get there and the, the pig, they they had bought him he delivered him, you know, a couple of days before. The pig knew he was going to die. I knew that he knew he was going to die.
2: Nobody told him, but
1: he knew. No, and these guys are like they're real hardcore. No, this guy Pete, he's real hardcore. He looks at you like this, and and they look, they're they're so Hispanic, it's awesome. <laughs> but you can't like the difference. And Pete worked for my dad for a lot of years, and really, really, really good, good, good guy, good, good uh, ironworker, very good iron worker. And Pete looks at me like, this. and I didn't know these guys. And they've got these full, big, black beards. <laughs> like, if you were in, like, Iraq or Iran, they even make fun of it. I mean, it's just like a different culture out there. And we show up out there, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing whatever these guys tell me to do. Exactly. Because i got to do it.
0: <laughs> and I've
1: got to do a shot of tequila. <laughs> I've got all these things i got to do, and i got to shoot the damn pig. All right? Oh, my God. Well, they lined it up, and they told me exactly. They, they said, wait, wait, wait. Now! Boom! That was it. Wow. Right between the eyes, boy. Um, in Spain,
2: an age old way of surviving the winter is getting some new attention from foodies worldwide. It's yeah. called La Matanza.
1: La Matanza. Uh, literally,
2: the killing of a pig. It's an ancient ritual in danger of dying out amid an influx of commercial abattoirs. No,
1: wait, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just rea- NPR could never be wrong Where about it. Where do anything. you think our tamales <laughs> come <laughs> from? Look at all the tamales. But
2: Spain's Matanza is now getting renewed interest from farm to table food enthusiasts.
1: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> Wow Matar means to kill in Spanish oh, there we But go. the word matanza actually refers to the whole process That takes two to three days Which starts with the actual slaughtering But involves the seasonings of the meats And charcuteries Said Miguel Ulibari. Chicharrones, uh, Chicharrones sorry, uh, A tour guide and a Yamon expert Who organizes Yaman. culinary tools Of the Yaman. Tehasa region there's a lots of cooking involved, quite a lot of drinking yeah. as well.
1: Oh, here's a picture a of, of women washing pig
2: intestines in the local
1: river. Oh, no, 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 it's not just the the, the females. I oh. mean, it's the, the we have to you know the hardest part? Do you know how hard you have to work to skin that pig?
2: Oh, it's it's tougher than Oh you know, my yeah, gosh. Interesting.
1: You're like you're like in the between the smell, which is awful right? Cutting it open, and you have to keep spraying it as you're skinning the pig, and skinning the pig, and skinning the pig, and like you're literally putting these hairs. Have you, ever, you know what a pig hair is?
2: Yeah, I've, I've dealt with pigs, yes. You know how thick that hair is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: like it's like as thick as my nail, yeah. and they have every one of them, like, growing off of them. Like, you got to scrape those things, and you got to keep sharpening the knife. You're doing that for two and a half to three hours, at least. And then loading that thing? I mean, imagine, all the water, it's slippery, uh, you're I are trying to grab onto the hoofs and and, they, you know, the little pigs have hooves.
2: That's
1: good eating. Boy, that's good. Look at that look on uh, Dowd's face. Uh, I'm just reading about a tourist, <laughs>
2: Bob Hancock from Kentucky, who yes. went to Spain. They yes. simply pick the animal up and lay him on a table, all the yes. while they're all stroking him. Let him open him Stroking hand. him and trying to keep him calm. Yeah. Yeah. They simply just cut the artery. Yeah. And the pig is bled out. Bled out. They don't go. do what they do here in the States, where they either stun or shoot the animal to knock the animal out. Yeah, the pig was him. simply calm until his life was gone. <laughs> I hope I'm calm until my life is
1: gone. It might be a better way to go. I mean, hey. But I, I would probably say the quicker the better.
2: Oh, the pig is massaged to calm him... And to prevent the flow of adrenaline to his muscles, which can change the flavor of the meat, (laughs) meat.
1: it's a bad meat. Yeah, so that's the whole idea. No, no, he's massaged because we don't want to
2: damage the flavor. Yeah, no,
1: and they know it right away. So
2: I learned something new today. Wow, the
1: smells and stuff after you're cooking and the whole entire thing, and it's just it's raw, it's primal. Like I mean, I don't know. You see those old medieval movies? Oh yeah, oh oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's 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 what this is. And honestly, you feel I don't know. You you feel better. So between the bottles of tequila that are all finished and people that, like, I mean, you end up kind of working yourself, you know, through your buzz, if you will. You know, that's really the only hard liquor I've really ever really liked drinking, right, is tequila and matanza? And I've only been to, I think, they have big matanzas out in Valencia County. Oh, wow. So there's got to be somebody out there who's have a Matanta. I, I would love caller, to go are you on in the tequila? Do you have a matanza going on? That's you, caller. Go ahead. I only want to talk about Matanzas now. Um, this, is,
2: this is a fascinating cultural practice. Iberian black pigs can weigh 500 pounds, having doubled their weight in the two-month acorn season, mm. right before the slaughter. Outside the acorn or belota season, the pigs eat grass, other plants, corn feed, even insects. The hmm. Matanza has always been an intimate community affair. Yes. Tour this is very interesting. But you know, I love these local stories we, we where I uh, have you know, this. Uh tour operators must get to know local officials personally and persuade them to allow foreigners to attend in small groups.
1: Wow, they keep this close
2: to the chest there.
1: Wow. but uh the, the, the official uh way to say it is to the vest. Oh uh, to the best. Oh, yeah. Anyway.
2: I'm just I'm I'm not thinking straight. I'm just I'm just I'm thinking about slaughtering pigs. I mean,
1: it's not slaughtering. You shoot them and you're eating. Um, Hey, I I, eat
2: meat. I'm a carnivore. You know, it's great. I love
1: pork. You know, it's the other white meat, but it's my I prefer pork more than anything. Pork is good. It's really good. I love it. Call you in the kiva. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, this is Michael. I want. I uh, You talked about that Covington. Uh, can
1: you hear Michael laughing? He's literally laughing. You yeah. can, he can't even contain himself. Michael's like, oh, I, I don't even know what I'm. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. I, uh, you talked about the Covington kids a while ago. I sent. I just sent you a text from a reputable. Uh, no, Vietnam vet, native Vietnam vet, and they, it's a the lowdown on that supposed. Veteran, the that was beating the drum. Yeah. It, it turns out to be a wino, but I, I sent you a, a, a long article on it from the Vietnam decorated Vietnam vet, and also uh, a Matanza. I used to live uh, on Charleston uh, uh, once upon a time, uh, and there was a courtyard there, and they had a Matanza there, and they and they use uh, they they used a washing machine, you know, you know, the old cast iron, cast iron uh, enamel coated uh, washing machine to cook the. To cook the pig, yeah, everything was done right there in the courtyard. Butchered and uh, killed and
1: everything. Yeah, I mean it's great. I I love them. I, like I said, I've been to like four <laughs> or five of them. Uh, the reservations, you guys definitely don't have matanzas. I know that.
7: No, but they're similar. They're similar. They're similar. What, what uh, do you have? Uh, what
1: do you guys have?
7: Well, like a, like like when you kill a deer or an elk, uh, there's there's a family there's a family cooking and it's, it's called a deer dinner or elk dinner and uh, that's a big it's a big affair and, uh, a lot of a lot of relatives friends come and, and and feast on the on the on the kill.
1: Yeah, you know what I had uh, the other day because uh, we have my my parents have so much elk. I had elk ground beef, and they put that into the spaghetti, and it was literally the best spaghetti that I've had. Oh, I'd love to try that. Wow. Yeah, it's really it was oh, the, really something. The, the,
7: yeah, the back straps on deer and elk is to die for. You know, the, yeah. the what do they call that? Yeah, the tenderloin. The tenderloin, uh, yeah. of, especially elk, is big. It's huge. You know, last year I used to use it as a breakfast steak every, every morning until that's gone. <laughs> and, Michael, uh, you need to so come
1: the, to my station. I need to meet you. All right?
7: Yeah. All right. all right. Hey, Christmas time. Christmas time. One family uh, volunteers to uh, decorate their house. They set up a infant baby Jesus inside the house. Uh-huh. All the friends, all the relatives, and the family, and then everybody donates whatever they want. You know, food, food, whatever. Then there's constant baking bread and cooking chili and and all the stews and everything. And then uh, uh, midnight mass is when they they go and take the baby Jesus, and then from there. There. They have the bonfire and the luminarias all the way to that house, and then christmas day uh, it, 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 it's uh constantly whoever wants to go can uh, pray and and eat eat eat, uh, eat up and then uh, what, uh we have buffalo dances and at lunchtime, each group we have two groups pumpkin and turquoise go and eat at that house we'll, uh, we usually perform a song and then all the of ladies dance and whatnot and it's a it's a it's a nice it's a nice two day uh Twenty fifth and twenty sixth celebration, and also the sixth and seventh, uh, and then also the first, the first of uh, of New Year's Day. There's uh, usually uh, dancing, and then on uh, that that uh, that home is, is also anybody can go in and eat and partake and all that. It's, just, it's it's a pretty good celebration.
1: I feel like we're bringing New Mexico together in some way. Yeah. And Michael and I, the Matanzas. Yeah. How did we even? Uh, thank you, Mike. Oh yeah, we were searching for. Uh, First and third congressional district yes. in Zorro Ranch. In Zorro, in Spa- in uh, Spanish, is Fox.
2: Ah, right. Okay.
1: So, yeah, if you're on top of this. Uh, in
2: in in this village in Spain, the matanza is done in a <laughs> farmyard not far from the town square. Villagers <laughs> drag the pig onto a wooden table that yeah. looks like an altar. Oh yes. Saint yeah.
1: worshiping. They use the,
2: they use the Spanish word sacrificar to sacrifice rather okay. than to kill. Grown men coo and pet the pig yes. to keep it calm. A man wields a sharp knife, and uh, and women rush forward with buckets for the blood. The blood, yeah. Esta muerto. Sangre. It's dead blood, blood. a man screams. The whole process takes less than 15 seconds. The rest is women's work, says Carmen Ramos, chuckling. No, it's not. Her arm elbow deep in a bucket of hot blood, which she (laughs) stirs vigorously to keep from coagulating. The blood will be mixed with rice, oats, and spices to make morquila, a type of Spanish blood sausage. The pig's heavy carcass is carefully lifted onto a wooden cart and hauled into the town square for butchering. And a festival begins. Flamenco music blasts from speakers affixed to the town hall. Children dance on (laughs)
1: cobblestones. Good stuff. It's it's amazing.
2: I hate to break it to you progressives, but not everybody all over the planet wants your uh, gender equality, animal rights uh, vision uh, of modernity, okay? Some people like the old ways. And uh, if it was up to you people, this kind of stuff would probably be controlled and, and restricted. Good, good for them for continuing these traditions. Good for them. This good. was 2015, so it's not that long ago.
1: There you go. Oh. Back after a quick break here in the kiva, we'll hit the top of the hour Fox News. Bring you back to uh, weather and traffic, and uh, well, I guess we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of our show prep that we actually put together. We'll get today. to it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> back after the top of the hour Fox News. Here's a little Juanes.
7: Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com.
1: It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. A tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else.
12: Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage. In the society we're in today, COVID-19 is on the top of all of our minds, and rightly so. But we can also look at the bright side of life, like God still loves us and He loves our families, along with giving us an opportunity like no other to spend time together without the busyness of life. At Indigo Mortgage, we believe in helping families and we're blessed to be considered an essential business by the government. So we are able to continue helping clients and their families, either by refinancing to a better rate or by helping fulfill their new home purchase. Although we cannot meet face-to-face, we have a full staff available by phone, email, or you can complete an application on our website. Indigo Mortgage is honored to be part of this community, and we're here to help. Contact Indigo Mortgage today, 836-5700. That's 836-5700, or on the net at indigomortgage.net. NMLS 231962 and one eight eight three four eight. and may God bless you.
1: You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque.
10: This is a Fox News alert. I'm Mary Corsetti. The U.S. clears the second COVID-19 vaccine, adding Moderna shots to the fight against the pandemic. Plus, the Senate approves a stopgap spending bill that would fund the government for two days.
5: The yeas are 320 and the nays are 60, recorded as present, two-thirds being in the affirmative. The rules are suspended. The joint resolution is agreed to.
10: As lawmakers continue to finalize both the coronavirus stimulus bill and a government spending bill. Fox's Jared Halpern has more from Capitol Hill.
9: Congressional leaders insist they are close to striking a deal on a roughly $900 billion pandemic relief bill. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and other congressional leaders now have the weekend to work out lingering differences. The House and Senate both approved a two-day continuing resolution. It extends government funding through Sunday. It avoids a weekend government shutdown. An agreement on coronavirus relief will be attached to a comprehensive government funding bill funding federal agencies through the fiscal year.
10: Meanwhile, Georgia Republicans are turning to the courts to try and stop what they say may be illegal votes cast in runoffs that will decide Senate control.
9: The campaigns of incumbent Senators Kelly Leffler and David Perdue signed on with state and national groups hoping to stop double votes from being counted in Glenn County. Leffler and Perdue face Democrats Raphael Warnock and John respectively in January 5th contests. In this suit, double votes is not two votes for one candidate, but someone who votes in one state in the general election, crosses state lines, registers, and votes in a runoff after that, which there is no law against. Republicans say thousands have registered to vote in Georgia since November 3rd. In Glynn County, a handful came from out of state.
10: Fox's Grinnell Scott. America is listening to Fox News. Fox News.
9: Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half a man, half a motorcycle. If you
12: missed a turn, there's always another turn. Always.
9: Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn
1: signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates.
9: Dell Technologies' end-of-year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech for your business. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business. And don't forget to shop servers, storage, and thousands of top brand electronics, all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech for your business needs at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL.
10: Vice President Mike Pence announcing on Friday that service members in the Space Force will be called guardians.
6: Soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians will be defending our nation for generations to come.
10: The Space Force tweeting that the name was chosen after getting hundreds of suggestions. Plus, a child YouTuber resigns as Forbes' highest-paid streamer. Fox's Kristen Goodwin explains. Most kids are lucky if they earn a couple of bucks for an allowance. But Forbes naming 9-year-old Ryan of the YouTube channel Ryan's World the year's highest paid streamer yet again. First, let's test it out. Known for his science experiments and toy reviews, the magazine estimates Ryan earned twenty nine point five million dollars this year and over twelve billion views. Youtuber Jimmy Donaldson, aka Mr. Beast, known for humor and stunt videos, second on the list with an estimated twenty four million in earnings. Sports and comedy channel Dude Perfect ranks in third with an estimated twenty-three million dollars. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Meanwhile, Kelly Rippa and her husband, Mark Consuelos, are developing a primetime show. Familiar to them. A Primetime All My Children is in development from Kelly Rippa and her husband, Mark Consuelos,
7: who both got their start in the daytime soap opera. The couple is teaming up for the project titled Pine Valley, according to The Wrap. The series would tell the story of a young journalist with a secret agenda to expose the dark and murderous history of Pine Valley only to become entangled in a feud between the Kane and Santos families. Rippa played Haley Vaughn on the soap opera from 1990 to 2002, and Consuelos was Mateo Santos Sr. from 1995 to 2002.
10: That's Fox's Michelle Polino reporting. I'm Mary Corsetti, and this is Fox News.
3: And this is the third hour, and we're going to put things together with you. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us, and we're going to start with the weather. Looks like a fairly decent weekend. No rain or anything like that coming our way. Santa Ana Star now 39 degrees, 41 at the historic Highland High School, and 40 degrees at the Rock of Talk. All right. The traffic wise, looks like we have a new stall. This one just happened. It's kind of a precar- precarious place. Paseo del Norte westbound right past Coors. So they're trying to get that to the right side and up ahead you're going to be back on the brakes once again as you make your way basically from Kimmick all the way up to uh, Universe. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Le Chantilly. Now you're driving, so don't close your eyes to imagine, but just imagine. Delicate pumpkin cake rolled with special cream cheese icing. The perfect end for a holiday. And don't forget the flowers chocolate cake filled with mocha whipped cream iced chocolate and mocha french buttercream. Now imagine that on your table this holiday season you can get it at Les Tea Fine Pastries in the Town Shopping Center at Wyoming in Manal. Alright, we're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk.
0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
1: Uh, I had to wait too long for these ads to play. We'll just go straight into the third hour. We'll take a break. We'll bring... Let's just. Absolutely crazy what's happening you know right now on uh youtube Facebook, all that, so yeah, it looks like uh like ninety percent it looks like uh c d one should they ever even get a sniff at that uh to replace um the secretary of the interior <laughs> Your source Trump. Is texting you huh? I mean, uh three of them now okay. uh, so yeah, so all three of them uh two <laughs> two guys and a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys got to hear this Dallas song. Oh my god, I can't stop playing it. It's so awful, but it's like the best song. I and it sounds so serious. Uh, you guys know exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. Um, so I've been listening to. <laughs> let me let me just say this. I'll give you the artist, and you guys have to go look for it because I can't say the words of it. Um, and where'd it go? Where'd it go? Lost it. Something about uh, doing something in Dallas, and uh, I'll give you the, the artist name. Uh, I sent it out actually out earlier to my, well, I can't say who there, because I'd embarrass him too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you've got to listen to this song. I, I listened to it like four or five times. Uh, where'd it go? God, i got so many texts. Please stop. Trey Lewis, something down in Dallas. Trey Lewis, listen to that song. You won't be able to shut it off, guys. It's, it's a one thing, and here's 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 the thing. I think it's soured for women candidates going forward. Think about our previous two governors, females, right? True. Uh, True. Last occupant of CD two, last uh, CD one, females. CD two, all females. CD three, all females. So I I think I think it's just turning into a male Hispanic seat for CD one. Mm. Like people are just like, we're done with the identity politics. We're done with the, and so. There's no doubt if Hector gets in, nobody else is going to get in. They're going to take all their resources in 77 to 91 days, and they're going to absolutely focus on that. And the Republicans are going to be scrambling on a mad, mad scramble with everybody against somebody else within the party. I think I wrote down... I think I wrote down nine candidates on the Republican side. Okay, you've got to run that list down
2: for me. Nine?
1: I'm not giving it to you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, some people have... Uh, some people want to be in. quiet. We yeah. know Michelle
2: Garcia-Holmes was in the paper this morning, so that's publicly. Oh, probably.
1: she was? Yeah. What did yeah, it say?
2: Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It might have been... Um, might
1: she raised $157,000. Not, not super impressive. What are you going to do with that against uh, Hector Baldera? Uh, this was in
2: the Santa Fe New Mexican today. Uh, oh, okay. Quote, in a Facebook post, Michelle Garcia-Holmes, a Bernalillo Republican who lost to Haaland in the general election last month, seemed to express interest. Quote, I have been receiving many calls about the possible special election for Congressional District 1 next year, she wrote. Just know I will never stop fighting for the people of New Mexico. My hope is you (laughs) stand strong alongside us as we fight for what's right. And this is my favorite at the end here. We are going to get to the bottom of the 2020 election and continue to fight for
1: our conservative values always. So we're going to get to, this will be four. So after mayor, uh, right? Then there was a run for lieutenant governor. Yep, this will be four. This will be four. Yeah, fourth yeah. yeah. four time around. But you know, I don't know when there's supposedly nobody else in there, but there's nine. Um, she a uh, second uh, runner-up to her was Jared Vandeduzen. which True. I liked. I really enjoyed. Yeah, you were fanning this. Fan yeah, yeah, I liked talking to Jared. I thought he was good. He was an attorney. I don't. I don't know. I thought. I thought uh, you know. I I love the way he conducted himself. I thought that was. Was good. He was very young, though, right? I mean, he's 20-something. Young, old, whatever. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm for
2: good, whatever yeah. whatever age. I mean, know. I wanted
1: Langston to run. Oh, that you would know. have been a very interesting. Yeah.
2: Huh? Uh, Ron Ketty is mentioned in this article as well.
1: Oh, what does it say about Ron Ketty? Very, very,
2: just quickly. It says, Damon Martinez, former U.S. attorney, finished second behind Holland, and Republican Mark Ron Ketty, that ran it's against amazing. Ben Ray, are also rumored to be potential contenders.
1: It's kind of amazing to me from the standpoint of, you know, all this being discussed how you know we're talking about people who just like every single one is just not a big huge fan of trump curious song. have you noticed this curious i mean you have the whole thing with a snafu with, and what's the blowback in all of this like if you're really going to offer alternative you had michelle garcia holmes who worked for gary king in the attorney general's office and then now you're going to have the former attorney general hector balderas because cologne would rather be attorney general
2: Right? Oh, I mean, okay. He'll trade up to that.
1: I told you about Cologne. If you meet Cologne when he came in, he was very impressed with the way that I handled everything and all that. But I, I, I told, Cologne, I said when you know after you know talking with him, you know quite frankly, and I mean he'll he, he just he, he's got big power moves. I mean, that's kind of what he does. Okay, just, he's on top of stuff. He's very connected. Got lots of contracts. Lots of uh, hands, sort of in anything and everywhere and all the time. You know what I mean? Sort of uh just. But he feels, if you will, sort of the senatorial. Uh, and I told him that. I said, I, mean, I feel this. And I literally told him straight to his face. So, you know, and then someone who's getting carted around all the time will consistently always having a suit on. Oh, yeah. You, know, yeah, so. yeah.
2: you begin to believe your own press releases. <laughs> That's always a dangerous <laughs>
1: thing. But he yeah. lost to Tim Keller. And then I guess True. Tim Keller's not, not doing it. So anyway. Why, me, why
2: would Keller not be in the mix for this pick by the Democrats?
1: I just like all the moving around. Yeah. Like these Democrats, they they just can't stop talking about you know what's next. And Joe Joe Monahan, when he writes about it, he's like, oh yeah yeah, this 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 person, this person, this person. He and would he's know like, oh yep, no Republicans. There's there's the ones that we want. They're the Republicans that we could stand right because we're not a Trump state. They they constantly pound on the fact that we're not a Trump state. That's all they want. I'm like. Are you are you aware of the number of Trump supporters here in the state?
2: Pick, picked up eighty thousand more votes than the last time. I mean, it's
1: literally the highest Republican tally mm. statewide ever for a Republican. Got a hell of a lot more votes than anybody. I think. Uh, check this: Michelle Lujan Grisham in twenty eighteen got how many votes for governor? Versus Donald Trump got how many votes for president in twenty twenty? Good question. I would suggest. <laughs> That Donald Trump got as many or almost as many votes as Michelle Lujan Grisham did in 2018.
2: Uh, you are um, you're wrong in a good way. <laughs> Shelley got 398,368 votes in 2018 running oh, for governor. I told you. Didn't Trump get like 401 or 401.
1: something? 401. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Very how did, interesting. How,
1: did, how is Biden more popular than Michelle Lujan Grisham in her own state? And trust me, when these politicians are looking at this, and you guys are getting great Friday night radio, right? Whatever I'm telling you today, take it to the damn bank. You are hearing things that will not be printed, that nobody will talk about. They'll pretend that this is new knowledge the second week in January. You're hearing it all today here on uh, Friday, December 18th, the day in which, in my opinion, the most popular president in human history of the United States was impeached. was an act of vengeance because they couldn't stand how somebody who had never been a politician, never had been elected to office, could garner that type of support. Michelle Lujan Grisham isn't as popular as Donald Trump oh. in the state of New Mexico. More people actually click the box for <laughs> <math>, <laughs> Donald Trump in, in 2020 I, you can't make this stuff up. It's right there. Was it something faulty in the Dominion software? We need to revise our. We need to revise those numbers. Like the Republican Party did the other night. <laughs> right, right. That can't be true. Cannot yeah. be. Eddie Aragon did not get that many votes. You needed three guys to beat me in the Republican Party state state chairmanship. And and the other guy who hated Trump, who called Trump supporters Nazis, Jeffrey Snyder. Right? Who still wants to run things? By the way, here, look—he's good political organization. Like the guy, literally has that area code on his cell phone number. That's not even from here. Oh, wow, wow! Like, how? Do, how do you tell me you're for New Mexico politics? He, he called me a communist once. That was interesting. Yeah, you—you you, you keep saying that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've said it on the air. That's why I said it.
1: I no, you think. said it last. Oh, time. did okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, I just—I
2: find it hilarious. This is going to be interesting.
1: It. You know, there is a silver lining in the midst of all this. Uh, Donald Trump, if he is not, if he is removed from office, okay, and I will say that, I mean, this is this is a forced silent coup, is what's happened in this country. And Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, like, two days later is, oh, no, these were the most, the, this was the, the, the most uh, baseline, perfect, perfect uh, election that we've ever had. No, there's no cheating. We couldn't have done it better. We've had plenty of time to prepare. We were ready. We are prepared. And you see your fat little face there talking on ABC. And I'm like, "Ugh, oh, that's the woman who's leading the charge for the, uh, the Secretary of State across the country? You know? The Highland High School. Highland. So did Beavis and Butthead, by the way. You, you knew that, right? Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Man, I feel like I'm just it's good stuff. Energy Group, New Mexico governor says one thing, does another on clean energy. Uh, Larry Behrens wrote about this. And, you know, until the other media picks up on that, I think we just not, uh, you know, maybe we just need to start thinking out different places to broadcast, you yeah. know, throughout the rest of the state so we can let people know what's really going on. Because this stuff is, you know, the big reveal. We're not sure what's happening. I mean, the Republican Party has no idea that this is even happening. Why, didn't, like, why Your did, Republican chairman should all know all the information uh, I know. Like, I, I, know, I know so much information. When it comes to this, and you guys are getting all of it, like you, uh, suddenly because they ref- they, they don't want to listen to my program either. You guys know more than most of the people in the Republican. Oh, parties. absolutely. This this audience, <laughs> seriously,
2: and I'm not insulting the audience. They are. I mean. I, yeah,
1: I mean, head of the curve. We the get curve.
2: Ph.D. physicists send us information. Okay, we've got great people out there.
1: Lano report on virus risk at Capitol pits the GOP and the Dems coronavirus. This is coming out of the Santa Fe, New Mexican, uh, this morning. Foreign Republican leaders in the New Mexico House are seizing on a new report by Los Alamos National Labs that says the risk of COVID-19 outbreak during the 2021 legislative session would be low with a few precautionary measures in a much shorter time frame. One leading House Democrat counted at the report notes that there would be a high risk of COVID-19 spread at the Capitol if the 60-day session were conducted normally with some 600 people milling around in the building at one time. I believe at every Walmart in town, there's now more than 600 people milling around at one time. Yeah. yeah. So this was uh, by the Legislative Council Service, Jim, Jim Townsend, House Minority Leader, and other GOP lawmakers who believe the legislature should convene briefly in January to accomplish its major goals. Like what? Give the Republicans a chance to speak once or twice, not slam the gavel in their face? Like, you don't even, like, it's almost a super, we're one vote away from a super majority. I think uh, the the spread on the House is 45-25. Like, they don't even have to acknowledge you. Pass, pass, pass. What are you going to do? You're going to line up and I don't know. Get some butts so you can get some pork to your district. We got to do better. I mean, they, they they own this. In the letter Thursday, the House Speaker Brian Eagle Townsend called the idea attack on minority party rights. There it is. What's going to happen? Well, the Democrats are going to do what they want. It's going to be nothing but Zoom meetings. We're going to keep people out of a, at a distance. they will control the media and it'll be, be keep away the entire legislative session. What happens in the 2021 legislative session? I'll tell you. It's pretty easy. Pain. <laughs> it's very easy. All of their little pet projects, early childhood education, film, marijuana, and I don't know, take your pick of whatever is going to be appeasing the, uh, the splintered horny toad in uh, southeastern New Mexico to screw up fracking. It, that's all the stuff they're going to focus on because they can't. Because the last two years have been non-winning years. We came out of this election and we gained one seat. One seat. And that was John Arthur Smith's seat. Right. Down in southern New Mexico. Meanwhile, we're going to be... are going No one's looked into any sort of... Filing any sort of investigation whatsoever into the spaceport. They've let the auditors and Hector and, and Brian get their little auditor certificate so they could uh, mark it as official, fire the director, and basically bury the failed... And, and where has the Republican Party been on any of that? Nowhere. You want to know why? At the very top of the line, one of the people who potentially could be running for governor, Rebecca Dow, and now the minority leader, is that am I not correct in that? I believe so, yes. Whatever she's called. She's one of the biggest cheerleaders for the galactic. Uh, Loves it. Yeah, the, the galactic bankruptcy of Richard Branson down in southern New Mexico. I believe that she tweeted in the middle of of November. What did she put out there?
2: Oh yeah, well, let me check that. It was just. Uh, oh no, they, they were delaying their test flight. And of course, then they then they had the test flight and oh. fizzled. But she was saying, "Oh, we're we're still going to have
1: it soon." She has oh. been defending
2: that boondoggle from day one. Why?
1: Day one. I want to know why. I
2: have someone who knows her and this person that says thing? that she loves her community so much, she's willing to believe anything that would help her community and just continue to live in this fantasy land that, that a lot of great jobs are going to come into there. And listen, <laughs> truth or consequences, that's not a booming town. I get it. Jesus, I get it.
1: She, oh, 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 there we go. Truth or consequences. I want to know what the truth is. Yeah, yeah, but she she, yeah, she's not in the
2: truth. Um, you know, at some point, uh, if your mind is too open, your brain falls out.
1: Wow. I think that's happened to our dear
2: Rebecca many, many years ago.
1: 550 50 500. Call you in the Cuba. Go ahead. I
2: am granolio. I am granolio.
0: What? I am DVD right. hey. from my bungalow. Are you threatening me?
1: That's really good. We love the uh, behead, uh, uh, butthead And do Cartman next. Yeah, that's good. Do you, any others?
0: <laughs> no, i like uh, the
1: uh the, the guy that uh does all the hispanic uh uh funny voices I'm forget he does it uh he talks about a sec. yes <laughs> oh, yeah. do you know that I know you don't know that because mm. i got I'll play it for you and you'll, yeah yeah he talks about the hey. if anybody has that send it to me so I can play it. how's <laughs> gonna be the clean version though um Eddie, you need a transmitter repeater in las cruces uh how about just telling people that you can get us at abq.fm and rock of Talk? Digital, baby. Digital. Digital.
2: Digital. My mother is listening every day to the rebroadcast online, the, the video, and uh, I talked to her this morning. She loves the show.
1: Uh, Rudy just sent me an email that we will like. Oh, is it Donald J. Trump? The president did it? Sorry, haters. Is that one? No? Okay. Let's see. Billboard on Paseo del Norte for westbound traffic between Jefferson and 2nd. Okay. It says... I'm protecting my grandma. Local hospital billboard. What's wrong with this billboard? I'm protecting my grandmother. As recent studies have suggested that people infected with COVID-19 can spread it even when they don't have symptoms. The virus can spread through droplets when an infected person coughs, sneezes, or talks. Wearing a face covering can help you protect others from these droplets. still important to practice social distancing while wearing a face covering. The local hospital website learn more explanation. What is wrong with this? Let's see. There's a picture oh the woman the woman if anyone's seeing the billboard i guess the woman who's actually in the billboard so the it, it looks like ocasio cortez <laughs> and it does it almost looks exactly like her we're pretty close to her she's got that uh flamenco look right tied black hair in a small bun and you know looking at you with those you know black Ray, eyes like crazy eyes, yeah, <laughs>
2: dead eyes <laughs> shark out a doll's so,
1: eyes so the grandma in there does not have a mask on. Okay. Yeah, but I guess that's what I'm looking at. I well, don't we should know. have noticed that before the did, picture. Did on. I get that right?
3: That's exactly right. We sp- people spend three to five thousand dollars for a billboard on that stretch of highway. Okay. And the hospital puts up a billboard that goes against everything that they're talking about with a mask. I'm protecting Grandma. Oh, aren't I wonderful? Oh, where's Grandma's mask?
1: Yeah, grandma doesn't have it. But she's cooking. Eheu. I'm cooking over here. She don't need. Maybe she doesn't need to put on a mask. Is that am I? Is the mask for you or for me? When I wear a mask, am I right. doing it seems that? Seems to for, change around a lot. Am I, am it? I yeah. doing that for you or for me? What <laughs> yeah. what, what are we doing? Here? If you have a yeah. mask, do I necessarily need a mask? Yeah.
2: Well, why
1: Why would you ask me to put on a mask? And how many
2: microns are the dro- droplets? We got to get into this. You know,
1: but I, I'm not like I just wear the mask because I don't want anybody to talk to me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah well. It actually helps me because I'm a public figure, I'm like I don't yeah, no one's hey, I know who you are I'm like, what? no, you don't look at me
2: you must you must have me confused <laughs> with <someone else. laughs>
1: you must be i'm the I'm the larger bigger hector Balderas, balding, you know there we go uh, I'm not balding actually, I just shaved my head. you know what i I would like to tell you what I use on my head, but then you guys would just laugh at me. I'm very. Uh, you've seen how I organize myself, right? Uh, He's
2: very organized.
1: Somebody, uh, people ask me if I'm in the military. I'm like, what?
2: I've I've asked you that before. You yeah, you're very. You would not like to stop by my apartment anytime because <laughs> it would not meet the Aragon standard for cleanliness. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, the current COVID nineteen
1: vaccine rollout doesn't make sense. This, according to Real Clear Science, we posted this earlier. What's in this?
2: Oh. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I, lost, and I'm I'm lost. I'm searching for Hector Balderas's ba- bankruptcy. You, you you sprung it on me. Mr. Oh wow, is yeah, that? Um, I don't. I don't. No, know I, it's just tough. It's just tough to find anything. But I'm going to keep
1: digging. No, and, it's not there. You know, you're not yeah. going to be able to find anything. That's just that's just what's been thrown out there. That's the. Uh, uh, what do they call that when they? Um, you know, you're not not chewing the fat. Right, you're you're getting some of the the rumors that are out there. There's another word. Word on the it. street? <laughs> no, not word on the street. What's the word I'm looking for, Rudy? I know you know this. Come on.
3: I am thinking, I'm thinking. Oh
1: God, I have to do all the thinking around here. There we go. Um We'll <laughs> run to a quick break, we'll reset and uh, wrap up the show uh, here. Um in this really scattered, probably one of our most scattered shows. We kind of uh <sighs> maybe, maybe I'm giddy and happy because I know the next couple of weeks are we'll gonna be dedicated to a number of businesses. Yeah. Brady, how many businesses are uh, on board for coming on for the next couple of weeks?
3: Right now we have uh, six, but i got to tell you we got a lot of good people. A lot of people, have. they said, I'll call you tomorrow and that sort of thing because they're just trying to make sure that they can be there at the studio. But I think this is going to be such a great sex, uh, set of shows. I'm really excited. People are going to understand what local is, and the 20 is behind us, 21 is in front of us, and we are moving Ahead,
1: Most of these guys I haven't seen all year long because of uh, the lockdown, Rudy, so I'll be excited to finally see them.
3: Yeah, well, a lot of them are looking forward to seeing you, too. You know, I can tell you that George and Janice are coming on Monday. Um, we just have some, I mean, those people have been with you for a long period of time.
1: Yeah, nine years. So
3: just some really, really good people coming.
1: Good. Is uh, Joe at Joe's Pasta House coming?
3: He's one of those who's going to call me in the morning, so I'm hoping that he does. Get over here, uh, Joe. I will tell you. I will tell you, and you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, in the second week, we're going to have Father Scott Mansfield. I don't know if you recognize that name or not. No. Father Scott is a huge fan of the Rock of Talk. Oh, we're good. not a major okay. fan. He's a priest at um, Incarnation. He's the uh, pastor at Incarnation. Okay. And he used to be a rock jock at 94 Rock. This is a guy wow. kind of, that's really got an amazing, amazing story. And he's got some great thoughts for moving ahead.
1: Things got really rough over there. I guess at ninety four rock to turn him, uh, you know, to the Lord permanently. I'd, you know, I'd like to delve into those deep dark uh, crevices of the the seventies at ninety four rock. Is that what that when you knew him?
3: Uh, actually, that's where I'm. That's when I met him. But I but I have become very close with Scott. Uh, over when I came back to Albuquerque, I ran into him at St. Thomas uh, Catholic Church, mm. and uh, you know he and I immediately just struck up a great relationship. I saw him at Joe's posthouse House not long ago, and we sat and talked for God a good period of time. And he just absolutely loves the way you think, the way you you help people put things together. He thinks this is one of the most positive things on the air.
1: Oh wow, I'll be good. I'll be excited to uh, speak with him. Uh, thanks, Rudy, and we'll get all those uh, lined up. Rudy, you're free to go for the weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Call you are in the kiva. Go ahead.
0: Elmo loves you. And someone loves you. And it's not Hector Baldares; It's Hector Bolder. But just remember that Elmo loves you.
1: I don't So This is all we ought. People are good. Maybe. Is the moon full tonight? Or maybe they're drinking a little bit. Maybe they're finally getting to. Like, he sounds like Grover. Doesn't that sound yes, like Grover? Does, I mean, yes, that's, uh, yeah, like, does. Yeah. <laughs> Super Grover,
2: yeah.
1: Super Grover. Yeah, maybe that's kind of what what he was going for there. I'm not really really sure, but there you go. Um, very quickly, uh, last night, did you catch Peter Navarro?
2: No, but I'm very interested in this document he prepared. I'm going to read it over the weekend.
1: Yeah, I think um we got to delve into that, and I think probably the only thing that we're going to be talking about going forward, besides the businesses and everything, is Donald Trump. Um, it's another thing I haven't really talked much with you, Rudy. I haven't talked to you about it, uh, I haven't talked to Dowd, but uh, we're going to literally just rifle off all the great accomplishments of our president for the next two weeks, because I don't know when we're going to be able to talk about this stuff as much as uh, between now and, and the 20th. Um, I want Solid
2: I policy wanna, victories, and I, I'd be happy to participate in that. I um, want to
1: talk about uh, what we've achieved, uh, what we re- we've been able to do, because I think uh, the news is going to try and bury it. So I think... As far as local politics and races and things like that, I'm not really interested, uh, probably past today. Mm. So I think we're going to put all that on ice because I'm going to prepare as if Donald Trump is going to remain uh, in the White in the White House. The other thing is with Hector Valderas uh, it, probably going to the front of the pack on all this, uh, I hope the Republican Party is planning on, on mounting a, a counter-strategy. Um, what is it that they're going to, to be able to compete? Because I believe that he is, can you look to see how much money he's sitting on? He's got to be sitting on a considerable amount of money that he gets to use for this race as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way that the Republican Party will be able to raise that type of cheese. Point. And do you think that the Republican Party should be looking at the way this, see, and here's here's where the strategy isn't being done, right? They're going to leverage the money to go and do recounts and voter integrity and all this kind of stuff. When those very same limited resources could be used to mount a counter for the only opportunity to get a second congressional seat and become two thirds. This the only way to change New Mexico is right here, right here in Bernalillo County. There is no other way. Yeah. The third congressional district is all but spoken for. I've got some other ideas about that, but they're about uh, three, four years ahead. But looks like we'll be getting, uh, uh, and you guys, you guys are going to be so excited when we do it at the beginning of the year. But uh, there is a way we'll be able to get uh, things going on that uh, first thing starting January 1st. You're going to hear that uh, immediately. Because a lot of people aren't getting, and, and you say, oh, broadcast in Las Cruces, broadcast, broadcast. You know, we just got to get out our digital platform to more and more people. This is what we're so incredibly excited about, and we got to continue to. Uh, push in that direction, but unless you actually, you know, get within a, uh, a whisker's tail, if not winning uh CD one, the governorship is going to be an easy cakewalk for Michelle Lujan Grisham. You know, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. How are you going to mount to any sort of opposition towards her? You can't just depend upon well, especially when the uh, Republican Party is so splintered. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things that uh, that definitely need and to if be. If you done.
2: don't, uh, if you can't even encourage people to impeach her after what she's done to the state, how are you going to run a campaign against her? When
1: you're actively telling people not to impeach that, her, that, or re- uh, yeah, i mean being charitable. Just, yeah, <laughs> uh, or recall her. I think that's what it is. Yeah. All right, uh, final caller. We're going to go to break. Caller, your name. Louis Sanchez. Hey, Louis. What's going on? Eddie how are you
11: yeah I was just uh, driving out to Farmington and uh yeah I was hearing your recounts of montanzas and you know if you remember in the South Valley we used to have the fiestas and then followed by the montanzas and all the family get together the big bonfires too yeah Uh, it's uh yeah
1: my my grandparents were on La Vega road so we were over there (laughs) uh on uh La Vega and then of course you know Arenal and that whole area and you grew up in that area of town
11: Oh yeah, uh, my grandma was right there on the on the corner of Broadway and Stadium on John Street. So that's where. I went oh, that's to just, go. The that's like there.
1: a mile from from our studio right here.
11: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, there used to be a Fina right there, and the Piggly Wiggly was across yeah. the street. Yeah, it was awesome. That old liquor <laughs> that
1: old liquor store is still there, by the way.
11: Well, well, yeah, I, yeah, it's uh, never going away. Uh, yes. yeah, Stadium Liquor.
1: Yep, I know. Yeah, the
11: only, pla- only place we weren't allowed to go was down by the barwoods, uh, La Paloma. And because but they had the best cuetes, so we couldn't go down there. Cuetes, yeah, those
1: are (laughs) those are good. Uh, Yeah, in fact, uh, our tower for our radio uh, station is right there in San Jose. So literally, just yeah. So we go uh, right over there. So for a number of other radio towers uh, as well. But uh, pretty exciting stuff. What's going on, Louis Sanchez?
11: Well, I just wanted to thank you for what you do for small businesses in this, in this state, um, you know, being a small business owner. And, yeah, and it's interesting that Hector is going to be running, considering that he's part of an administration that has destroyed the small businesses in this state by keeping us closed. You know, uh, Black Friday just didn't exist. And as you know, being a small business owner, shoot, for us, that's probably like about, you know, a quarter to a third of our yearly revenue. Um, that, that that we see for Black Friday and it's just non-existent. But of course, I you know we kind of kept calibers open. So yeah.
1: Now what know. happened? I know that okay. you were trying to keep things going, and I know that you got to cease and desist. Uh, um, what what happened after that? Uh, did she shut you down a second time?
11: So basically the same thing. Uh, we we fell under her what is essential and non-essential, which I think is ridiculous because apparently every one of her administrators and. You know, everybody who worked for her administration was essential and got a paycheck every other week, except for, you know, my employees, but neither here nor there. So she, yeah, so once again, we had, I believe, APD training at our place. We we stayed open, and then in one big swoop at 6 o'clock on a Saturday night, she hit both our Cutler, Coors, and Clovis locations with state police giving us another cease and desist.
1: Have you ever spoken to the governor?
11: Uh, no, 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 I haven't. You know, I, I, um, you know, n- not besides that one time when I got interviewed and I know that she wasn't very happy with the ownership of Calibers, but it doesn't really bother me because yeah, you know, yeah, she doesn't pay my paycheck. So, and, and hopefully she's only going to be here for two more years. And apparently she is because Biden will not even take her. So
1: yeah. So what did you think yeah. about the, the news of, uh, of Hector, uh, running for CD one?
11: Well, I think it's, you know, pretty interesting considering he is part of that administration that that uh, has made so many New Mexicans suffer. And I guess, uh, you know, guess what am I allowed to say right now? Um,
1: You're um, allowed to say whatever you want. He's he's from a little village <laughs> called I don't know if you have if you've been through there, but uh, Wagon Mound on your way to uh, Raton and Clayton and uh, that area. I don't even think there's a, a an actual stoplight in Wagon Mound. Uh, Somebody No to... there's
11: not, but I got a speeding ticket going through there once. So Did that, you really? It. Yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, the, the way things are going right now, as you know with me, so, uh, you know, I may be seeing Hector come March. Oh, wow. Which so, so I'd love to. Okay. Um,
1: are, you, are, you know, you an- are you announcing?
11: I am seriously considering.
1: Seriously considering. Okay.
11: Right. Yes. Okay. So, uh, y- yeah. Uh, well, you know how this goes. You've got to get your team back together, and you have to run. And I think the people of New Mexico need somebody who actually – runs a small business and works in medical and actually came from albuquerque you know where the cd1 is why why
1: medical explain that aspect to me why is it important for the person who's repping cd1 to know medical what uh, how would that give you advantage over hector
11: so you know the governor and all the administrators always talk about you know the hospitals uh how the you know what's happening at the hospitals well it is true that the icu and ccu units are full they really are but You know, hospitals are more than just ICU and CCU units. You have radiology, nephrology, cardiology, where I mainly work at. And when all these shutdowns went on um, and there was no elective surgeries, um, it really did affect the hours that were going on in all the MAs, PAs, and even the doctors who work in those departments. So, yes, is it true the ICUs and CCUs are? Yes, it is. They're full, and we know it. But there's a lot more people who are getting furloughed because they just couldn't get out. When you can't do elective surgeries or considered essential surgeries, it affects the whole state. And you're affecting thousands at that point. Yeah.
1: What about, uh, you know, and I know you probably saw the, the, the time when she was flying people in. And I was putting a stop to the, to that happening uh, at Presbyterian Hospital because they were building landing pads, if you could believe that, so we could fly uh places in and out. I have to ask your your opinion on the city of Albuquerque and their unbelievable timing for purchasing our only spillover medical facility which they're spending $720,000 a month. I've got the lease contract and now they've opted opted to buy uh, after spending what is so nearly 4.2 million million in rent payments from the state of New Mexico. More wasted taxpayer money. I'll give you the lease out so you can see that but yeah, uh, it. uh can you can can you like fathom or understand the decision-making uh, behind that, only three patients actually ever went in, as far as I'm aware uh, of, uh, from what I've been told from my sources, uh, over at the Gibson Medical Facility. Now it's become a homeless shelter, so it must not be that bad.
11: Well, uh, well, that's kind of a double question. So, so was it that bad? No, because I, that's what we had heard, too, that there was only three in there. Um, you know, I, I think one of the bigger questions, and you hit on it, too, though, Eddie, earlier in this week, is that why did Christus St. Vincent's get the vaccine first? When the brunt of everything, and even the patients that were being flown in, um, basically went to UNM at Presbyterian and Loveless downtown. But she sent the first vaccines to Christus. I, it, that, that doesn't make sense to me because Christus was probably, after Los Cruces, there's, what, three down there? Three? Yeah, there were probably six down the line on the number of COVID patients they were taking care of. I don't get it, I, and unless it has something to do with, you know, somebody's mother lives in Santa Fe.
1: How could our federal government or an elected official from the 1st Congressional District write uh, this ship and uh, have the impact that they need to have from a Congressional District seat out in Washington, D.C.?
11: Well, you know, there's a couple of things I've actually been thinking about it the last couple of days. And, you know, I think there needs to be a bill passed or some kind of legislation passed with the fact that if the American public is not receiving paychecks, then why are government officials? I don't understand. You know, they they want to. They say that they that they represent the people, and we the people. Well, we the people aren't getting paychecks. You know, I, I'm very blessed in my life with the fact that I do work for a medical company, and but you know, the the governor says, "Well, I look New Mexicans in the eyes. Really, how many did she look in the eye on Zoom? Because she didn't have. We have 40 40 employees of calibers." And for us to go up there and tell them that during the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that guess what, you know, while the governor has a big, huge tree and is buying, and all of her administration are buying presents for their family, or what is it? Yeah, the everybody else is just trying to basically pay their mortgage or buy groceries.
1: How important so, is it for the seat? I and mean, those are really good points. By the way, we're speaking with Louis Sanchez. Is uh, uh, you're you're the you're the only owner? You have partners uh, in Calibers. Oh yeah. Have a- a group yeah it. yeah
11: so we have a group uh dennis burt is our main order uh then it goes me and we have a couple other after that and you know i'm sure dennis doesn't mind everybody knows dennis anyway he actually he actually did some accounting uh he's an amazing accountant and worked on the auditing for new mexico when Susanna was up there so oh, yeah, okay amazing
1: account. and so how, yeah, so. so how let me ask you one final question since you know the democrats are going to play identity politics and whether you decide to throw your hat in the ring or or not. And, and you know, in, in the midst of all this, we still have our president. I mean, it's like we're talking about him like, hey, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, divvy up uh, our father's uh, uh, house and car and everything before he's even dead. I mean, come on. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, at that point. But how important is the identity politics? How important is it, uh, A, to have a Hispanic and a uh, – which I think has been really heavily played and overplayed uh by the Democrats but it seems to have uh, worked for them how important is that and does gender matter in a in in a year in which nearly every single seat and occupied by the governors last two times uh which is last what what are we now 12 10 10 years now in uh yeah. this whole thing how important is gender so uh d- talk to those two points especially in CD1 Well you
11: know gender I okay, then. Gender politics was, a, how, do, how do I put this um, gently? Um, you know, I think that we need to reach out. And I understand why they're doing it, because the Democrats have nothing else to talk about. If you look at their accomplishments, there aren't many. So the, so what they do is they is they play race against conservatives. Mm-hmm. They, they, they always have. I mean, this has been going on for so long, um, you, you know, and then. And then if they can't get you on race, then then they get you on, oh, oh, well, you know, you're a male, you don't understand. Well, you know, as far as I know, guess what? I care about my wife. I care about my sister and my mother and all my peers. And and so, you know, I, I wish it didn't matter, but it does. Um, okay. So, but if they want to play, you know, yeah, identity politics with me, please take your shot. Guess what? You know, you and I have talked before. I grew up in a single a single white trailer. You know, right by the river at Rio Grande. That's where my parents were. You know, my parents didn't have money. Um, you know, I was the first person in my my family to go to ever college, and I put myself through. So, you know, I kind of I kind of hope they do. Um, you know, there, because I did, Eddie, not, Eddie, you and I have talked. You know, I believe in the American dream just like you do. I mean, it was there for me, and I took advantage of it. And it's easy to use excuses on why you fail. You know, oh, you know, it's the man keeping me down, but... There's no man. It's just how hard do you want it and how hard right. are you willing to
1: go out and get it. Absolutely. And then, of course, timing uh, seems to be everything. Sure. You know, I think uh, it's all about being lucky, and uh, luck is not a real thing. It's uh, where preparation meets uh, opportunity. And I think uh, whoever decides to run, including you, it's got to be people who have prepared for a long period of time and, and are ready for this uh, really uh, interesting opportunity that's going to allow at practically zero time. And uh, what's the amount of money, uh, Dowd, that Hector Balderas uh, I, don't, I
2: can't find out how much he has on hand, but he's a prodigious fundraiser and he had not much of a race. So, yeah. you know, uh, he hardly uh,
1: spent anything, I guess, yeah. against Michael Hendricks. Uh, Louis, we'll hope to hear back uh, from you next week and uh, do a quick plug for Calibers, if you will, starting next week, because some of those uh, last minute gift guys would love to run in there and go get some uh, gifts from Calibers. So let's do a promotion and have you uh, come into the studio. Sound good?
11: That'd be fantastic. Thanks again, Eddie, for what you do.
1: Oh and, yeah, uh, no yeah, problem. And
11: it's always interesting hearing Dowd, the uh, political Britannica of the airwaves. So,
0: <laughs> oh, I like it. I, I mean, like it. you like that, huh? I you think like that was the, a compliment, right? The Britannica. <laughs> all right, <laughs>
1: uh, we'll see you bright and early four p.m. I'll be in all day tomorrow, including a couple of live shows here on a Saturday. Liberty ladies tomorrow. Liberty ladies. I will then, be. Listening. Of course, we got the uh, Doctor. The Doctor scene. As well, love so that we'll be summer. doing all that. So uh, stay tuned. Bill O'Reilly is next. Yeah.